AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Russell Building Supply on the Lee Scott Sports Network. For the final time in the regular season, the Lee Scott Warriors prepare to play under the lights here at home at Judd Scott Field. With three straight road games to end the 2023 regular season, head coach Buster Daniel and his team look to capitalize on home field advantage here tonight. On the other sideline awaits the Bessemer Rebels, a team loaded with talent coming off a 41-point victory a week ago. Will the long road trip impact the Rebels' play? The Warriors sure hope so. It's senior night here at Lee Scott Academy where seven great football seniors and 22 total seniors will be honored here tonight for their hard work and service to Lee Scott Academy and Lee Scott Football. It's the Bessemer Rebels and your Lee Scott Warriors under the lights on a Friday night. The Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. 
We are live here at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama. Hello, everybody. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Well, it's a special night here at Judd Scott Field, and it is senior night. Uh, seven of your Lee Scott Warrior football players will be honored here tonight, along with 22 total Lee Scott seniors. That is football, cheerleaders, band, dance team, you name it. They are being honored as we speak right now on the football field here at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy. Hopefully the rain going to hold off temperature-wise. It's a gorgeous night here in Auburn, Alabama. It's been spitting some rain in the last couple of hours here over on campus, but hoping that it avoids us here tonight as the seniors being honored right now all across midfield. Again, 22 total. Seven of them are from the football team. And we're going to talk about those seniors coming up in just a few minutes. But Man, what a game it should be here tonight between Lee Scott and Bessemer. Uh, this is a, a team in Lee Scott coming off an impressive win just a week ago. Um, what was a road trip, just the second time they've had to do it all season long. And they went to Otago where they took on an extremely talented team. And you could see they had athletes on both sides of the football all over the field. And the defense was tested a week ago at Otago. Don't let that 38-12 to score fool you if you're not keeping up with this Lee Scott football football team they were tested and those 12 points were earned by Altaga and look that offense for the generals has put up a lot more points than that on people this season so something that the Lee Scott defense uh, should be able to hang their hat on and be proud of but they're going to have to turn around and play a Bessemer team that head coach Buster Daniel said will pass the eye test when they get off the bus and you better believe they did watching them in pregame uh, this is a team that they've got some dudes that are going to size up and really compete with Lee Scott here tonight. Their record may not show it. They're 2-4 and four overall this season. Just 2-2 two and two in the region. But man, it's a team in Bessemer where if they put it together, if they hit a couple of big plays, they can beat anybody in this region. And so Lee Scott on senior night, take it all in if you're the seven guys, but you got to find a way to play some football. And we're going to have our conversation with head coach Buster Daniel coming up in just a little bit here in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. And we talk about what this game means, what it means to have senior night. It seems a little early, right? It's a little early to have a senior night. But when you look at Lee Scott's football schedule, this is the final home game of the regular season. I know it's crazy, but they end the year with three straight road games. And if you were with us last year, we had the we had the, the beneficiary of having three straight home games to end the 2022 season. Uh, and so now we got to reverse it and go on the road for three straight games with teams including Valiant Cross, Fort Dale, and Edgewood. Uh, so that's what's coming up for Lee Scott. But first, it's the Warriors and the Rebels here tonight. Again, Bessemer 2-4 and four overall this season with head coach Jonathan Wright. Lee Scott 5-1 and one overall this season. 3-1 and one in region play coming off that 38-12 victory over Otago. But here is what Bessemer came off of. A 49-8 victory over Morgan. So both of these teams coming off of multi-score victories. Uh, if Bessemer, if they're going to have the mentality I think they would have, they should be confident coming in here tonight and having a chance to take down uh, the number two team in the region. 
with a team with Lee Scott that has everything in front of them when it comes to playoff implications. So uh, you've got Glenwood ahead of you at the number one spot, but of course you have Lee Scott there at that number two spot. If they continue to handle business and do what they're supposed to do in region play this week and the next two against Fort Dale and Valley and Cross, uh, Lee Scott will secure that number two spot in the postseason, and they will have a first-round bye, host the second round of the playoffs, which is the semifinals, and then get on to Montgomery to take on what we expect to be Glenwood in the state championship game. But lots to get to before that, including tonight's game. Lee Scott and Bessemer on senior night, and those seven seniors being honored here tonight for football. Number two, Charlie Lloyd. Number four, J.J. Myers. Number five, Miles Zachary. Number eight, Jake White. Number 20, Lane Eddins. Number 25, Walker Fisher. And number 68, Connor Stewart. And uh, again, if you were with us last year, we had 18 seniors on this football team. Senior night took forever last year, in a good way, of course. And it was a huge bonus for this Lee Scott team because 18 seniors carried them to a state championship. And so a much smaller class here this year with seniors, but some really talented guys. All of them have left their footprint all over this football program in a good way and excited to watch them play in their final regular season home game here at Judd Scott Field tonight. So congratulations to those seven seniors. We We'll highlight them all night long. Uh, looking forward to what should be a really good game. Again, we're hoping the weather holds off. Sun is down. Lights are on here at Judd Scott Field as we are just about 20 minutes away from kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Bessemer Rebels when we come back here on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kickoff. My one-on-one interview each and every week with Lee Scott's head football coach, Buster Daniel. He previews this Bessemer squad, talks about his seven seniors, and then gets us ready for kickoff as well. We are rolling through again about 20 minutes away from kickoff between Lee Scott and Bessemer. Don't go anywhere. The Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. Reminder, it is all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. My interview with head coach Buster Daniel is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. And yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Or call us at 334-887-8422. 
Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Inside the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. I'm Jacob Goins, joined by head coach Buster Daniel, as always, each and every week here in the pregame show. Uh, coach, you guys are 5-1 and one so far this season. 3-1 and one in the region, coming off of an impressive win on the road at Autauga. Uh, you could see the talent that they have. You could see that they had some athletic guys, but overall, you guys did a fantastic job offensively and defensively uh, to come out of Prattville with a win last Friday night. What did you see from your squad? Yeah, you know, we, we talked about uh, the kind of running backs they had. Those guys are young, so they're there for a good long time. But I was real pleased with our offense. Uh, offensive guys did a great job. We never punted. Uh, we kept the ball. We went down and scored. Um, did a great job there. And defense, you know, defensive team, they, they, they bent but didn't break. You know, I was proud of that. Um, those, you know, anybody was there saw that those guys are hard to tackle. I mean, number seven was like a little water bug, mm-hmm. and we knew it going in, he was gonna be hard to tackle. But you know, some of that's on us, and some of that's on him. He did a great job running the football, but you know, we still didn't do a really good good job of breaking down and running through tackles. You know, it's just uh, we're reaching and grabbing, and uh, he exposed some of that. Uh, so that's a good thing to happen now that we can work on, um, you know, for the future. But I was proud of our guys and what they, you know, they got a win. Uh, uh, I, I was just proud of the way they performed. A guy like that, I don't know what his official numbers ended up being, Coach, but it seemed like he ran for about a 1,000 yards, but on the stat sheet it was about a third of that, just cutting back and forth on the field. How do you teach the defense, and this may be a better question for Jacob Osmond, but how do you teach your guys to stay disciplined on a guy like that that will cut back and forth on the field so much and you just it's, the play's not over until you get him on the ground? Yeah, we just didn't do a very good job of angle tackling. We worked on that all this week. We worked on it last week. Worked on it the week before. It's just a like you just said, being disciplined and, and you know doing the right thing, and you know they don't understand yet that they got the sideline as their another defender. So mm-hmm. you know, force them out there, we're good, but we can't allow them to cut back, which he did. Uh, we just didn't play uh, our technique very well, and again, we didn't run through tackles and do our job the right way. J.J. Myers seemed to have one of his better games of the year so far, over 100 yards on the ground, had a touchdown as well. He is the, I believe, the Opelika Auburn News Player of the Week coming in. Uh, what'd you see from your senior running back? Oh, JJ, yeah, he, he did a great job for us. I mean, he does what JJ does. You know, he's he's not the fastest thing in the world, but he's. I told him he's like a little human bowling ball. You know, they didn't really want much of him the other night. You know, he come through the middle, and they just like he parted the Red Sea. Um, uh, JJ also was the WTVM Wendy Giant Award winner of the week, whatever okay. that is. But he, he got some <laughs> got some nice gifts from them from WTVM. But uh, yeah, he did a great job for us. Uh, outstanding. He, he averaged almost nine yards a carry. Um, I did get on him one time a little bit. He had an open touchdown, and he wanted to run over the safety. He said the guy had been running his mouth a little bit. So and that's he, he lowered his helmet, didn't he? JJ coach? is a tough son of a gun, and not scared of anything. But yeah, I was extremely proud of him. 
Um, but I will go back and mention that our offensive line did a great job. You know, those guys never get any accolades. They don't get any recognition unless they do something wrong. Um, but they did a great job opening holes for our guys. But J.J. had a terrific night. It's not just opening holes on the line of scrimmage. They get downfield and block all the time. And we try to do our best to highlight them on the broadcast because they do such a fantastic job. And that starts back in the summer when you guys are teaching that. I know it does. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I'll tell you, I will mention one name, too, that I usually don't do a lot of, but Walker Lane. Walker Lane has not played offensive line his whole life. We've been teaking around with a little bit uh, during the season uh, in practice. He had to go in the game the other night because uh, uh, Carter Gibson had to leave the game second quarter with a concussion. Mm. Um, so uh, Walker goes in. He does a great job for us. You know, he's still learning. Um, but he got every rep this week of practice. He's ready to go this tonight, and uh, he did a great job for us the other night. But the offensive line was outstanding, I thought, last week. Well, you get a good win on the road. You move forward to this week. Uh, it's crazy to say this, your final home game of the regular season with the schedule, how it plays out. You've got three straight road games coming up this season. But that does mean it is senior night here tonight. And before we talk about Lee Scott and Bessemer, you've got seven of them on this team, your seniors. Talk about those guys, and if you want to talk individually, you can. But just what they have meant to this program. I know a lot of them have been with you uh, for three or four years now. So what have those seniors meant to you in this program so far? Yeah, we do. I think we got three guys that have been with me the whole time I've been here. You know, uh, of course, J.J. and uh, Matt Rollator. And uh, I, I, I can't call the other one right now. Uh, Miles Zachary. I'm sorry, Miles. There he is right there. I'm tipping my tongue. But those, those guys have been with me the whole time. Uh, they're great young men. They're leaders. Uh, they do things the right way. That's the biggest thing we got. We got a couple guys that moved in, you know. Um, Charlie Lloyd moved in, been with it two years, you know. Um, Lane Edens, who came over from Auburn as a baseball guy that played football with us this year, has done a tremendous job for us. You know, we got Connor Stewart. He's uh, it, anchored down our offensive line. He's done a great job. He's been with us for three years. Uh, and, and Jake White, we hadn't mentioned yet, but Jake's done a great job. He came in last year. Uh, and what a what an asset he has been to us for the team last year and this year as well. So, um, But, you know, all those guys have done great force they're good leaders not very many of them mm -hmm. um, but they all have to play a role and you know on the team and they're doing a great job for us it's senior night so how do you keep those guys focused you know you're going to have all of the uh the, the celebratory <clears throat> things going on and and you know it's a special night for those guys but how do you we you know we talk about this with homecoming as well how do you keep them focused and ready to go to play what should be a good football game tonight yeah you know they they deserve the accolades they get you know the the, the celebration a little bit with the parents on the field i mean they most of them have worked three or four years to get here so they deserve this and uh but you know they're 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 a bunch of good kids that are grounded um this won't really affect them that much they know once the ball's kicked off they know what to do then Bessemer tonight coming off of a big win uh, last week, the multiple score win for them. Uh, not many wins on the season, though, but you can tell the talent that they have. What can you tell us about Bessemer and what you expect to see tonight? Well, getting off the bus, man, they, they pass the eye test. They're, they're, they're a good-looking bunch of young men. Uh, for some reason, whatever the reason is, they just hadn't jailed this year. Um, they got a big win last week against Morgan. Um, but, uh, you know, any team can beat you on any given Friday night. So we've got to play – our best. We got to do things the right way, and we got to take care of Lee Scott. And that's all we can worry about right now. Bessemer coming in. I mentioned it's the final home game. How do you take advantage of that before you look ahead to what is three straight road games to end the regular season? Well, you know, uh, I've told you before, and I talked about it. You know, it doesn't matter where we play. You know, we're going to treat it the same way. It was home or road or whatever. Um, 
we're playing football. You know, the field's the same. The, the lights are going to come on, and uh, it doesn't matter where we play. So this is our last home game, and, we, you know, we're going to have a good time at home. Um, but, you know, we prepare the same way on the road as we do at home. So, As a coach, what does it mean to have senior night? I know it's it's hard to see guys go, and but it's part of the process, right? It's high school football. It's how it goes. But what does it mean for you as a head coach to, to honor your seniors on a night like this for what's been a really special group? Oh, there's no doubt. These guys have done nothing but had success here. Uh, you know, eventually you're going to have to let them go. You don't like it, uh, but but you you know we 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 look at our program uh, four or five years down the road to see what our guys turn out to be. You know, we 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 try to teach them character. We try to teach them how to be young men. So I want to see down the road that they're good citizens. You know, maybe good husbands and maybe good dads one day. And uh, that's all I'm worried about. You know, most of them are not going to play football at the next level, and that's fine. Um, it, it don't mean they're failures because they don't play college football. Uh, but I want to see what they turn out to be. You know, down the road. Well, you had a lot of them last year. Not many of them this year, but you're going to have a lot of them next year as well. It is senior night here at Lee Scott Academy. What do you and your team have to do? I ask you this every week as we wrap it up. What do you have to do well tonight to get a win against Bessemer and move on the road next week? Well, the biggest thing I'm going to talk about to start with, I talked about it for three weeks, is tackling. Uh, it starts on the defensive side of the ball. We've got to do better. The guys are in position. They're aligned well. It's just a fact of following through and doing the right thing and making tackles. You know, they got to do it the right way. Uh, offensively, you know, uh, again, take care of the football. Uh, keep the ball away from Bessemer. You know, if we can run the football, you know, like we did with JJ and, and other guys last week, you know, we keep away from them. You know, that we could be successful. But those things, and then uh, you know, just cut out the penalties. We got, we still have making some silly penalties. Uh, that that nothing nothing makes me madder than having bad penalties. You know, I can take them during the during the play. You gonna have those sometimes, but the silly penalties we can't afford to have. Lee Scott and Bessemer set to do battle here tonight on senior night at Judd Scott Field. Head coach Buster Daniel joining me in the pregame. As always, coach, thank you so much for your time. Uh, good. Hey, good to be here, and uh, go Warriors. The Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff returns when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation is made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. It's time now for the Lee Scott Warriors starting lineups, presented by the Googe Performing Arts Center. It's time now for your starting lineups, presented by the Googe Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at googecenter.auburn.edu. Your starting lineups here on senior night, starting on the defensive side of the football. The guys up front, Jackson Lee, Lane Eddins, Hayden Kelly, are the, big, are the big boys up front. The linebackers tonight, Tyler Kennedy, Christian Horak, and Sam Jackson, and J.J. Myers. The guys in the backfield, Walker Fisher, Trip Vaughn, Hutchins, Blomeyer, and Brady Chelsky offensively for the Warriors. Up front, Cam Arwood, Connor Gibson, Connor Stewart, Jackson Lee, and Max Scheiber. Harrison Short, Jake White, Lane Eddins, and Brady Sajelski will all be out wide. J.J. Myers, your starting running back. He's one of those seven seniors. And Pelzer Reeves is your starting quarterback for tonight. Those are your starting lineups brought to you by the Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at goosecenter.auburn.edu. Well, as the Warriors are about to take the field. Bessemer about to take the field here as well at Judd Scott Field. We got just a few more minutes before kickoff uh, between Lee Scott and Bessemer. Looking forward to a really, really good game here tonight, folks. And uh, got a couple of minutes left. Want to go ahead and give you tonight's keys to the game brought to you by Jeff Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988. Got a couple of them for you. First of all, head coach Buster Daniel talked about it in the pregame. He said, Lee Scott, we got to tackle better. We got to tackle better in the open field because you could see it last week and you could sort of see it all season long against really fast, shifty, athletic players that Lee Scott has seen defensively. It's taken two or three guys to get them down on the field. And believe me, just looking at Bessemer in the pregame, they've got a few guys that Lee Scott is going to have to get down on the ground or else they're just going to get beat downfield for big plays and we know in the only loss that Lee Scott had this year it was big plays by Glenwood that beat the Warriors in the end and so if Lee Scott can tackle really well get off to a hot start and limit turnovers and a night that looks to be clearing up in a gorgeous night if Lee Scott can do those things those are great keys to win and I think those are the keys to victory tonight as the Warriors take the field from the right corner of the end zone it is a gorgeous night a good looking football team and a crowd that is full on both sides of Judd Scott Field here on the campus of Lee Scott Academy beautiful night great turnout for senior night again those were your keys to the game brought to you by Jeff Coat Trent funeral home and crematory call on them in your time of need. 
Well, we will get you the result of the coin toss coming up in just a few moments. Uh, we'll see if the Warriors start on offense or if Lee Scott decides to have the defense step out on the field for the first possession. If I'm Lee Scott, I mean, you know, depending on the coin toss, I'd really like to see the offense get out there. And it looks to be that's who uh, is, we'll see, uh, looks like that's who's huddling up right now. So maybe they're getting ready to go. Uh, we'll see if we can get the result of the coin toss in just a few moments. That coin toss is brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olin Price, who reminds you that if you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. Lee Scott and Bessemer set to do battle here as the Warriors looking to go 6-1 and one overall. They're 3-1 and one right now in region play, looking to improve to 4-1, and one, stay solely in second place. Bessemer 2-4 and four overall this season, 2-2 two and two in region play. And it looks like Bessemer won the coin toss. They decided to receive the football, and Lee Scott will kick it away. So that coin toss, once again, was brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olean Price. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification really quick before kickoff here on AU100, the home of the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD, Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott kicking off right to left. Bessemer returning left to right. Warriors in their home navies with the navy helmet, navy jersey, white pants with the white lettering and numbers on both sides. Bessemer pretty much the opposite. They've got navy helmets with all whites and navy lettering and jerseys as senior Matt Relator kicks it away and into the end zone for a touchback is how this football game will begin. Lee Scott's defense will step on the field first tonight for the Warriors. I appreciate you all tuning in here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Excited for senior night here between Lee Scott and Bessemer. So Bessemer once again moving left to right on your radio dial. They'll start. They're on their own 20-yard line. Quarterback in the shotgun. Claps his hands, has a running back to his left and one back behind him as well. Snap into his chest, puts it into the chest of his running back, finds a hole and falls out across the 30-yard line. Big enough for about a 10-yard gain and a first down on the first down carry. J.J. Myers in on the tackle, and that's number 40 on that carry, Caleb Wheeler. He is a freshman, ladies and gentlemen, and I heard head coach Buster Daniel talk about this young man saying he runs like a junior, maybe even a senior, and he gets the first carry of the ball game. It's good for 10, and a first down for Bessemer. He gets the ball again. It's Wheeler off the left side. Lee Scott able to get there that time. Tackle around the ankles made by a couple of Lee Scott Warriors. It looked to be Charlie Lloyd in to make the stop for the Warriors. Starting quarterback tonight is Luke Turner, the senior, wearing number nine for Bessemer. Stands at 6'1", weighing 185 pounds. And so far, it's been all shotgun work for him. Has a receiver out to the left, one out to the right. Bad snap, balls on the ground in the backfield. He jumps on top of it. Did he get it? And he appeared to get back on it. Did the quarterback, Luke Turner, and a bad snap, a fumble. He wasn't ready for the snap. Center snapped the ball anyway. And just like that, it is costly mistakes by the opponent. At least, Scott, they've done it all year long. They 
they just love when the other team hurts themselves, really. At least Scott's gotten a bunch of interceptions this year, but they love when the other team has negative plays. Then they start to smell a little blood in the water, and they're doing so right now. Third and 15 on their own 25, 10-25 to play in the opening quarter. It's the opening drive of the football game for Bessemer. Quarterback. Rolls out, dumps it off across the middle, behind the line of scrimmage. Multiple Lee Scott Warriors there. Only one I could see was Charlie Lloyd, but he was one of five Warriors to make the tackle back behind the original line of scrimmage. Pickup of a couple, maybe if they're lucky, and it'll be fourth down. I think I see a flag on the opposite side of the field, though I do. And it's going to be on Lee Scott. I didn't see him make the motion, but at least got walking the wrong way. Again, I didn't see the call. Oh, they're going to call a horse collar. Okay, well, I didn't see it. But again, there was about seven guys that made the tackle for Lee Scott, so I don't know how they saw it either. But those are the penalties that head coach Buster Daniel talked about cannot happen. While it was in the play, the play was over. He was stopped way short, and after that, it's a first down by penalty. First and 10 from their own 43 as the clock reads 10.05. Quarterback keeper all the way to the left side and hit after a couple of yard gain. J.J. Myers in on the stop. Appeared to be a couple of Warriors in there. Looked to be Hayden Kelly on the stop as well. Quarterback in the shotgun again, turn and hands to the freshman. Finds a hole, runs a man over, still chugging his legs across the 50 and near the opposing 45-yard line. And Bessemer is near the 45, and they're into Lee Scott territory in their first drive of the game on the first down carry. It's 9.35 to play in the opening quarter. Still no score between Bessemer and Lee Scott. You can see Caleb Wheeler. Wheeler, excuse me, he's going to be the workhorse tonight for Bessemer couple of carries already, and they have Bessemer driving on the opening possession. Quarterback gives it to him again off the left side, just barrels over a man. Didn't get far, though. It was a good stop. He ran him over, but a good stop made. Looks like it was Miles Zachary it was, standing his ground and making the tackle. On the first down carry, nine minutes to play opening quarter. This is the Auburn Bank first quarter. Auburn Bank, champions of you, and proud to sponsor Lee Scott football. Another handoff up the middle, finds a hole, gets out across the 40, and appears to be down around the 38-yard line. Nothing sexy right now, just effective for the Rebels. Luke Turner hasn't had to do a whole lot at the quarterback spot. Just turn and hand off so far, and it's working. Third down, and about three, maybe a long four for the Rebels on the Lee Scott 38-yard line. Quarterback under center, Turner for the first time. Turns, flick, out to the left. It's Wheeler, gets hit in the backfield, turning his legs. He stopped short. Picked up a couple of yards, but he was stopped about a yard short. Nice second effort from Wheeler, but Lee Scott there. And we'll see what Bessemer decides to do on a fourth and short in Lee Scott territory. 
And the offense stays on the field. It's Turner in the shotgun. Has a running back to his left. It's an offset to the right. They give it to the running back. Off to the right. And he's there for the first down. Lee Scott, it makes the tackle, but not before the first down was picked up near the 33-yard line. And a pickup of five. Good enough to move the chains for the Rebels. An impressive opening drive for Bessemer on the road. You couldn't script it any better. Unless they come up with some points, Lee Scott trying to find a way to stop them and get their offense on the field for the first time with 7.35 to play in the opening quarter. Still no score. Turner in the shotgun. Turn and hand to Wheeler. He's hitting the backfield. Couple of Warriors able to get there. He picked up a couple, though. He picks. He just gets so much momentum, and he's just so fast and physical, even with a couple of blue jerseys there, able to still pick up a yard or two. They're going to say officially one. Second and nine from the 32, 7-10 to play. Man in motion from right to left. They hand it off to somebody new this time. Churning his legs, gets out near the first down marker. It's Tyson Smith, number 33, the wide receiver, the junior, who gets out near the first down marker, which sits right around the 20-yard line or so. Ball's across the 25, placed at about the 24. Third and one. He needs a yard to get there. With 6.43 to go, no score. Bessemer on the opening drive, moving left to right. Turner in the shotgun, claps his hands and looks to the sideline for a play with still 13 on the play clock. What do the Warriors draw up on a third and short? Do you bring pressure or stay home? Turner, hand to Wheeler, off to the left, lowers his head, gets there on the second effort. First down for Bessemer. And Wheeler, the workhorse, gets a first down. They'll move the chains again for Bessemer. The Rebels, a nice opening drive, pushing six minutes in this first quarter. Lee Scott's offense hasn't sniffed the field yet in the Auburn Bank first quarter. And there's a fumble in the backfield again. Turner, the quarterback, just has to jump on it out near the 30-yard line. It'll be a loss of nine on first down. A big play once again. They were able to make up for it the first time, but Lee Scott defensively got to cash in on the miscues for Bessemer and maybe a gift there for the Warriors if they can find a way to get this football back. We've seen it a couple of times already. Turner, when he's in the shotgun, wasn't quite ready for it. A stack set. It's a fake handoff. Turner keeper up the middle and gets a couple of those yards back out near the 25-yard line. So pickup of about five for Bessemer. At least got doing a nice job here just staying home, not getting beat deep. It's been a long drive. It's been a lot of plays for that defense. Officially a pickup of six, third and 13 from the 24. Threatening to get into the red zone with 5.20 to play. Bessemer's opening drive. Turner looks to throw for the first time down the sideline, one-on-one, had his man, but couldn't quite find him, just overthrown. It was Cole Davis who was open, had a step in the far corner. Appeared to be Trip Vaughn in coverage. He was beat by a step, just a little bit too much mustard on the football. At least Scott catches a break there on fourth and 13. It looks like the Rebels are going to settle for a field goal. Ball's on the 24-yard line. And the kick is up. It's got the height. Does it have the leg? And it does. He got it through. Heck of an effort 
by Bessemer. They get it through, and they're on the board early. It's 3-0 Rebels here in the Auburn Bank first quarter with 5-12 to play here at Judd Scott Field. The Warrior offense due up next here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. An opening drive for Bessemer that took almost seven minutes off the clock in this first quarter. There's 5-12 on the clock, and Lee Scott's offense is just now about to get the football back. Unbelievable first drive for the Rebels. They cash in with a field goal, so Lee Scott's defense able to bend and not break. It's 3-0 Bessemer here early in the Auburn Bank first quarter. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as they squib it away. And Lee Scott comes up with it. It is Hutchins Blomeyer, who's got a couple of blockers, gets some speed, and he's out across the 35, down near the 40, maybe the 41-yard line. And that's where the Warrior offense will take over with 5.04 to play and trailing 3-0. This is something Lee Scott, I don't think, has done except in the Glenwood game. They trail early in the football game. So un un uh, uncharted territory here for the Warriors' offense as they come out on the field for the first time. Belzer Reeves brings out the high-powered Warrior offense. We know they can score some points. They bring a man in motion. It's Jake White from left to right. They pitch it to him, gets a block, shakes off an ankle tackle, and hit after about a two-yard gain. couple of Bessemer Rebels there to make the tackle. Appeared to be Aaron Hendon, the middle linebacker, out on the edge for the Rebels. That's Lee Scott offense so far this year. They've scored 241 points. And the defense allowing just 74. So that's a pretty good margin of victory so far. And that, that'll get you to a good 5-1 and one record so far for Lee Scott this season. Pickup of just one on first down. 4.30 to play. Pels are deep in the shotgun. Turns and hands. Hand off up the middle. Barrels over one man but not the other. And stood up at the 45-yard line. It was Bank Sims on the carry. Late flag out near the L of the LSA at midfield with 4.17 to play. We'll see what the flag is. Again, it was a late flag thrown by the back judge as the officials come together to discuss. We'll see what they come up with. And a personal foul on Bessemer. So Lee Scott will be beneficiary of a penalty and get a first down out of it. The Warriors gave one up on defense, and they get one back on offense, and something that Bessemer just cannot afford. They had Lee Scott with some yards to go, but give up a personal foul, and it'll be first down by penalty for the Warriors. They'll have the football right around the 42-yard line of Bessemer, which moves them into Rebel territory for the first time with 4.14 to play in the opening quarter. 3-0 Bessemer. Four receivers set, three to the left and one off by himself to the right. 
Reeves comes up, throwing, screen to Jake White on the near side. Across the 40, cuts outside, back inside. Man, a guy loses shoes, and down around the 30-yard line, tackled out of bounds by a couple of Rebels for Bessemer. Alex McLaughlin, the first one there. Close to a first down. We'll see if they give it to him or not. And appears that he did, and the chains will move. First down, Warriors. Seen Jake White get an action early. That's his second touch of the football game so far. As they bring him in motion from right to left, they fake the pitch to him. They hand off up the middle, hit immediately. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. Multiple white jerseys able to get to the ball carrier. It was Parker Wright who's been running the football really, really well so far this season. Not a whole lot of touches, but when he gets it, he runs physical, runs hard. And able to get back to the line of scrimmage. It's second and 10 from the Bessemer 30. Warriors moving right to left with 3.08 to play. In the opening quarter, they trail Bessemer 3 nothing. Reeves in the shotgun. Fake handoff rolls out to his right. Got his man. Didn't see him. Over the middle, it's Jake White with an athletic catch. Tackle by the ankles, but good enough for a first down and into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. But a late flag in the backfield. Looks like it's going to come back, folks. Looks like it's going to come back. Typically on a play like that, it's a hold. We'll see what the official call is. But Warriors walking way back. That'll move it all the way back to the 40-yard line. I assume it's going to be a hold on Lee Scott. I didn't see the signal be called, but you go from the 30 to the 40, a 10-yard penalty. We'll assume it was a hold. Second and 20 now from the 40 with 248 to play. Reeves in the shotgun, gives it to Bank Sims, off to the right, cuts it up the middle, finds a hole. Breaks an ankle tackle, almost breaks another one across the 30 and down at the 27-yard line. Good run by Bank Sims. He's been running hard so far tonight, and that'll make up for some of that holding call. Gets the ball down around the 27-yard line. Pickup of 13 on the second down carry. Still third and now manageable. Normally would be long, but coming out of a second and 20, it's now third and manageable. They'll say eight on the scoreboard is what the Warriors have to pick up to get to the 20-yard line and pick up a first down. 2.08 to play. Pelzer hands off Tyler Kennedy. His first carry of the night out on the edge and tripped up. In the backfield, late penalty flag flies in once again. It was Brady Madden, the middle linebacker, who got a hand in there, maybe caught a shoelace or two and tripped him up, but appears to be another penalty on the Warriors. And it is. They're walking the wrong way yet again. Early penalties, another holding call on Lee Scott. On third and eight, we'll see if Bessemer decides to take it or not. I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to take the fourth and eight, or maybe even more than that with the trip up in the backfield. No, that penalty's declined. It is fourth down. I think that's the right decision for Bessemer. Make it fourth and long from around the 28-yard line, 27, and we'll test the leg of senior kicker Matt Relater. So right around a 44, 45-yarder for senior kicker Matt Relater. who is almost perfect on the season. Kicking right to left, hardly any win, so that shouldn't be a problem. 
We'll see if Bessemer comes after it or lets him kick it away with 1.44 to play to tie up the game in the first quarter. Relator waits on it. The snap, the hold, the kick. Got plenty of leg. And it is through the uprights. Matt Relator cashes in from way downtown and ties up the ball game at three apiece with a 131 to play. We're knotted up at three here in Auburn, Alabama between Lee Scott and Bessemer. Don't go anywhere. The conclusion of the first quarter when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. A deep field goal from senior kicker Matt Relator. 44, 45 yards, gets it to go through. That thing was good from 50-plus. And ties up the ball game as Lee Scott and Bessemer in a battle early here in the Auburn Bank first quarter, knotted up at three apiece with 131 to play as Relator punts it through the back of the end zone. It is senior night here. Relator, one of those seven seniors. And we'll see what the Bessemer offense can do here after what was a seven-minute opening drive, almost. It wasn't quite, but it was close to a seven-minute opening drive that resulted in three points. It was a lot of runs, only one passing attempt. It fell incomplete, but just a lot of runs to their big man, Caleb Wheeler, who has it here once again. He lowered his helmet and ran over a least got defender. Appeared to be Hutchins Blomeyer, who was on the receiving end of that. Slowed him down just enough for enough Warriors to recover. Pick up a four on the first down carry. Turn, hand to Wheeler again. And Lee Scott figuring it out. How about that? It was Hutchins Blomeyer making up for the last play. Went low on him and didn't allow him to run him over that time. And has a few words to say. Good tackle there by Lee Scott. They're learning early. He's going to lower his helmet, so just go low. He's a bigger running back. He's a physical back, so just go low. Take out his legs. Not a bad way. Just get under his legs and get him to the ground. And don't let him keep churning and pick up extra yardage. No gain on the play. Third and six from their own 24, moving left to right with 33 seconds left to play in the opening quarter. It's the quarterback, Turner, looking to throw. Nowhere to go. Pump fake, run up the middle, hit right around the 25-yard line. So pickup of one, and the Warriors able to get off the football field. It'll be a three and out for the Rebels as this first quarter will likely come to a close with 15 seconds to play. It's fourth and six. They do not have to snap the football again, and it doesn't appear that they will. 
a good play defensively. It was a throwing play. Nobody was home. They pumped fake, did the quarterback Turner, tried to run up the middle, and Lee Scott was there defensively. Good plays by the linebackers, and a great first quarter here on senior night. Tied up at three between Lee Scott and Bessemer. Don't go anywhere. We'll have the second quarter for you when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. We've got a ball game on our hands here at the start of the second quarter between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Bessemer Academy Rebels. It's 3-3 three to three as the Rebels about to punt it away. Now moving right to left on your radio dial. High snap. They do punt it away. It's Jake White who is parked right at the 40-yard line. Calls for a fair catch. And that's exactly what he does around the 42-yard line. And that's where the Warrior offense will set up for the second time tonight. That's the story of the ball game so far as Lee Scott's only took the football one time offensively thanks to a seven minute opening drive for Bessemer to start the football game Lee Scott drove down the field stalled a little bit had a couple of holding penalties but able to cash in on around a 45 yarder from senior kicker Matt Relator and so the Warriors set up shop at the 43 yard line now on their own side of the field. White in motion left to right. Fake to him. Hand off to J.J. up the middle. Drags a couple of defenders and tackled right at midfield on top of the S in LSA at midfield. And it's about a yard and a half short of a first down. But a good first down carry for the senior J.J. Myers. Appreciate you all joining me. Here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. And those of you on the YouTube and Facebook stream as well. Beautiful night for football. Lights are on. Bessemer crowd made the long drive down here. We know that drive. We had to make it last year in a game that ended up being 49-0. to A handoff straight down Broadway. It's Kennedy who gets the carry and picks up the first down by a couple of yards. And the chain game back to work. It's first down Warriors. You'll see multiple running backs here tonight. Good to see Miles Zachary back in action after a couple of weeks out. For Lee Scott, you'll see him touch the football. You'll see Bank Sims, who's already touched the football. He's in right now. A screen out to Jake White on the near side. And offsides on the defense. So first and ten will become first and five. It'll move from the 47 to the 42-yard line. Warriors are inside of Rebel territory with 10.52 to play. Tied up at three between Lee Scott and Bessemer. 
But as I was saying, you're going to see J.J. Myers, Jake White, Bank Sims, uh, Miles Zachary. You're going to see Tyler Kennedy. You're going to see all sorts of guys. Brady Sajelski is going to touch the football like that tonight. I mean, there's so many different guys. Lane Eden sometimes will touch the ball. I know he's been playing a little bit more up front, so maybe not as much tonight. But just so many different weapons for Lee Scott offensively where you don't even have to throw the ball, just getting it out to him in space is what Lee Scott does so well. First and five from the 42. It is Sims. Bounces off his own offensive lineman and out here on the near side, down around the 36-yard line. A pickup of six and good enough for another Warrior first down. And you got to give credit to guys up front like the senior Connor Stewart, number 68. Just throwing guys around left and right. Guys like him, Max Shiver, Jackson Lee, Cam Arwood, all those guys up front that make this offense go. Without them, it doesn't work. Second and one. I guess he was tackled a little bit short. How about Parker Wright breaking off a run up the middle after he shakes off one tackle and brought down at the 25-yard line. So it wasn't a first down, but now it is. How about another name that I didn't even mention? Parker Wright moves the sticks for the Warriors. And as a defense, how do you prepare for eight or ten guys that can touch the football in the offensive line that just creates holes that anybody that my grandma could run through? That's what makes this offense so good and so dangerous. And looking to take the lead. It's 3-3 three three with 9.27 to go in the second quarter. Lee Scott has a first and 10 on the 25. It's J.J. hit immediately, but able to drag a defender on his ankles for a couple of yard gain. See who that was on the tackle. It was Jackson Barnhill, number one. For the Rebels, Meyer subs out Tyler Kennedy in the ball game as the clock approaches nine minutes to play in the first half, tied up at three between your Warriors and the Rebels. Second and six from the 21. Warriors threatening to get inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Reeves in the shotgun, throwing a screen immediately. It's Jake White on the near side. Has one block, cuts outside, tries to cut back, shakes a man, able to recover, and just nowhere to go. Pickup of a few, though. Inside the 15-yard line, they'll call him down maybe the 13-yard line. We'll see what the official pickup is. It was second and six. He is inside the 15. And it is good enough for a first down. Lee Scott inside the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. A big response this would be for Lee Scott after you tied up the football game. How about take the lead right here with a touchdown with just over eight minutes to play in this second quarter. First and 10 from the 12. Reeves rolls to his right. Got his man back in the end zone. Jake White and off his chest. It hit him right square in the snowman number eight on his jersey. Couldn't have thrown it any better and bounced off his chest. You won't see that happen often with Jake White. A missed opportunity for the Warriors. A drop touchdown pass. It's second down. Now Lee Scott from their own from their 12 of Bessemer, excuse me. A slow developing play, but it worked out perfectly. Pelzer Reeves rolled out to this near side. Somehow Bessemer lost Jake White, and he just parked himself in the back of the end zone and had to jump for it. And unable to come down with it. Second and ten, 806 to play. 
In the second quarter, Reeves in the shotgun has J.J. Myers off his right hip. It's a handoff to him, and he is hit immediately. I mean hit immediately. A couple of Bessemer Rebels there to make the stop. It was Aaron Hinden read the play all the way, and a loss of four. It's third and long now for the Warriors. The gain is ten to pick up a first down. Line of scrimmage at the... 16, the first down marker, sits around the two-yard line. Third and 15 now, excuse me. Reeves in the shotgun. Fake to Parker, right, rolls out, same play, and same result. This time it was deflected away, a little bit underthrown, but a good play to knock it away by Bessemer defensively. It was Jake White, the intended receiver, once again, looked to be Landon Lacey. The safety back there able to make up ground and knock that football away. And another fourth and long, and the Warriors having to settle for a field goal once again. Ball is placed on the 16-yard line. So right around a 33-yarder for senior Matt Relater. Already made a 44-yarder tonight. Snap, kick. Up. It's got plenty of leg, and it's up through the uprights. And good. Two for two so far tonight is Matt Relater. Cash that one in from around 33 yards. And it's 6-3 to three Warriors with 7.20 to play in the first half. They lead Bessemer here on Senior Night. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott football continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Touchdowns yet, just a few field goals back and forth between Lee Scott and Bessemer. It is six to three Lee Scott on top of Bessemer with 720 to play in the first half. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. As Matt Relator set to kick it away left to right on your radio dial, back to the Bessemer offense and back through the end zone once again for Matt Relator. A reminder that tonight's game is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. 6-3 Lee Scott as Bessemer will take over from their own 20-yard line, moving right to left. Fans still showing up here to watch a little Lee Scott Bessemer football. Turner hands off to Wheeler, trying to find a hole and just nowhere to go. Pick up of a couple with the momentum. But the Warriors able to stop him up front. As Jackson Lee was in on the tackle. And Bank Sims for Lee Scott. Seven minutes and under now to play in the first half. It's a pickup of four. Now ball on their own 24-yard line. Quarterback Turner to throw. Throwing all day. Got plenty of time. Hit in the backfield and brought down 
for the first sack of the night. Hayden Kelly, number 55, in on the sack for the Warriors. Had a lot of time, was able to break off the tackle and bring him to the ground. A loss of one on the play, it's third and long for the Rebels. Yards to gain is seven, ball on the 23-yard line, 6.20 to play. Two running backs in the backfield, fake to one, throw off to the right side, knocked away, it was caught. Caught across the first down line and brought down after a big play. That ball was deflected by Bank Sims and just caught by the receiver, a heads-up play. Wow, that is just unlucky. It was Tyson Smith on the carry and brought down at the 38-yard line. Can't do anything about that. As Turner in the shotgun hands it off to the left side after a pickup of a few taken down at the 45-yard line. And a little momentum now for the Rebels on offense. Joey Harmon on the carry for the Rebels. 5.35 to play, 6-3 Lee Scott. They hold a lead, but Bessemer currently has whipped out the Cadillac and going on a drive. There's a fumble in the backfield once again. Quarterback can't get on it. A couple of blue jerseys. Who's got the football? It's at the 35-yard line. Who's got the football? And it's Warrior Ball. Lee Scott able to jump on top of it. Who was that in the backfield? It was Lane Edens who jumped on top of it. Almost set a screen on the quarterback, Luke Turner. That's the third bad snap we've seen already in the first half. And the Warriors get the first turnover of the night. And they are in great field position in Rebel territory. I've been waiting on Lee Scott to truly capitalize on the mistakes for Bessemer. That's the third bad snap. They've been able to jump on the first two, and Lee Scott said not this time. They'll take advantage, and Pelzer comes up throwing across the middle. Got his man, Jake White. It took two defenders to bring him down, and they're inside the red zone. They're inside the 10-yard line, and Lee Scott looking to take control with 5.08 to play in the second quarter. All the way down to the four. It'll be first and goal with that many yards to go inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. It's Tyler Kennedy in the backfield, gets the carry, finds a hole up the middle, gets to the goal line. Touchdown, Warriors. Tyler Kennedy breaks open the game offensively for the Warriors and they extend their lead with 4.48 to play in the second quarter. The turnover is costly for the Rebels and Lee Scott takes advantage. It's 12-3 with a chance to make it 13. Just a patient run from Tyler Kennedy Got the ball in the backfield from his quarterback, Pelzer Reeves. Waited on the hole to create and open up, and it did. And he had no problem finding the end zone as the Warriors extend their lead. The PAT by Matt Relator is up, and it is good. And the Warriors take a 10 
a 10 score lead here in the second quarter. It's 13 to 3 with 4.48 to play in the second quarter. Don't go anywhere. The Rebels have a chance to respond when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 1907. Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why you cannot turn the football over when you play Lee Scott Academy. They will make you pay, and that's exactly what happened. After the bad snap for Bessemer offensively, seems to be a little miscommunication between the center and quarterback Luke Turner after another bad snap fumble in the backfield. It was Lane Eddins who jumped on top of it for the Warriors, and Tyler Kennedy who was able to cash in on a four-yard rushing score, and that's where we are right now with 13 to Three is the score. 4.48 to play in the second quarter. So Tyler Kennedy able to get on the board for the Warriors after the teams traded a few field goals. We'll see how the Rebel offense responds. With a first and 10 on their own 20-yard line, they've got plenty of time to put a drive together here before the end of the half. And a handoff on the right side. Able to shake off a few tackles, but Lee Scott, there's that gang tackling we talk about so much with Lee Scott. It's never just one. It's two, three, four, five guys that get over there and make the tackle. That's exactly what happened there. Pickup of two on the first down carry. Ball on the 22-yard line, eight to pick up the first down here on second down. Turner in the backfield, has his running back, Tyson Smith. Fake flip to him, quarterback is hit hard in the backfield, was folded up like a pretzel. He faked the pitch and kept it, had nowhere to go, and the Warriors hit him in the backfield for a big loss on second down with under four minutes to play in the first half. Went for the pitch. It was an option play. If he tossed it, they were going to lose even more yards on the second down play. Loss of four. It's now third and 12 from their own 18. Turner claps his hands, throwing the whole way, throws over the middle, has a man, and it is deflected. Tried to make the catch around the 50-yard line, but called incomplete. The official was on top of it the whole way. It was a good effort by Bessemer, the receiver downfield, trying to get a number on him. It was a good effort. He had to dive, tried to get his hands under the football. Any other level, we'd be going to review. But it was Tyson Smith who came out, tried to make the catch. It was incomplete. There's no doubt about it. And that is a three and out for the Rebel offense, and they'll punt it away from their own 18 with the dangerous Jake White. Setting up a tent and campfire right around the 50-yard line. Good snap, punter gets it away, high kick. 
Spiraling, Jake White's going to let it go. It hits just a couple of yards in front of the 50, takes a rebel bounce, and will get stopped right around the 45-yard line of Lee Scott. And that's where the Warrior offense will take over. We'll leave it right here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. That's 100.3 on your radio dial here in Auburn and Opelika. Big game happening on the other side of town with Opelika and Auburn. Battling right now over at Bulldog Stadium. We'll try to get you some score updates as the night goes on. But a great game here so far, 13-3. Lee Scott on top of Bessemer, 3-12 to play. It's a screen pass to Jake White here on the near side. Gets a block out across the 50. A good tackle made by Chase Langston, taking him down around the 46-yard line. In between the 46 and 45, a nice play on first down by Pelzer Reeves and Jake White. When you get the ball out as quick as Pelzer Reeves does, and with the quickness of Jake White, once he gets the football, that play is almost indefensible to pick up at least a couple of yards, and it was nine to be exact on that first down throw. So second and one from the Bessemer 46-yard line. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. It is Parker Wright who gets the carry on second down, out around the end on the left side, across the 40, and taken down at the 40, or excuse me, taken down at the 37-yard line and first down for the Warriors. Parker Wright, he runs the football really, really well, folks. And a junior, he's going to be a big-time problem on this team next year. He'll be one of, I believe, 19 seniors on the team next year. Had 18 last year, got seven here tonight. And then you have um, 19, I believe, coming up next week or next season. So unbelievable for Lee Scott, just the turnover they're going to have. As Reeves looking to throw the whole way, delivers a ball over the middle into double coverage. It was Sajelski, the intended receiver, but a couple of Rebels there to knock it away. It was a little overthrown as well. Chase Langston and Joshua Thompson both in coverage for the Rebels. It falls incomplete, second and 10 from the 37 with 2.01 to play in the first half. I like the play design, but double coverage... We've seen Pelzer do that a few times, and we've seen it get intercepted a few times this season as well. So looking for a better decision there from your junior quarterback who's in the shotgun. He's throwing again. Plenty of time. Throws it out. It's a screen to J.J. Myers. He's out across the 30. How about across the 20? Picks up a big block. It outruns everybody down the sideline. Touchdown, Warriors. The senior J.J. Myers on senior night gets him a touchdown and extends the Warriors' lead with 1.49 to play. Couple of really nice blocks, technique blocks down the sideline and just picked up steam and nobody was going to stop him. It's not a rushing score, it's a catching score for J.J. Myers and the Warriors extend it to 19-3 and a chance to make it 20 with the senior Matt Relator. Pelzer came up throwing, had nowhere to go deep, dumped it off to his senior running back. And he did the rest down the sideline as Relator puts it through the uprights. 20-3, Lee Scott on top of Bessemer with 149 to play in the first half. Don't go anywhere. The Rebels will get the football back as we end the first half when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewey. 
Hewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Hewitt Center at Building Supply. Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. After the long touchdown, pitch and catch from Pelzer Reeves to J.J. Myers. It's 20-3, Lee Scott over Bessemer with 149 to play in the first half. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Senior kicker Matt Relator puts it through the back of the end zone for a touchback once again. And with 149 to play, the Rebels take over at their own 20-yard line. After an opening drive that took seven minutes, they have stalled out on offense as Turner unloads down the sideline, a spiraling throw, and an interception dropped by Miles Zachary. He looked like the intended receiver, put it in the breadbasket. Did Luke Turner of Miles Zachary just couldn't come up with it? Did the senior. And it doesn't get much easier than that. But a pass flexion is how it'll go down second and ten now for the Rebels. And Miles Zachary wants that one back. It doesn't get any easier for a guy like him striding down the sideline. Seeing his first action for the first time in a few weeks. It is second and ten from their own 20. Turner. Looks to throw, looks left, nobody there. Looks right, pump face, gets out of a sack attempt. Breaks a couple of tackles with a stiff arm and rolls down around the 25, maybe the 26-yard line. So a nice pickup on second down. It'll be third and manageable for the Rebels. And a timeout by Bessemer with 121 to play. They have a third and five from their own 25 to think about. We'll take a quick timeout with them here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today.
The Rebels of Bessemer with a third and five from their own 25. Turner, the quarterback, comes up throwing a screen out to the right. A little shake and bake. And out near the 35-yard line, pickup of 10 and good enough for a first down out of the timeout. Good play call. Just kind of found the gaps and was able to move the sticks. But we are at a minute and 14 to play in this first half. The Rebels trying to come back from a 20-3 deficit and make this thing a little bit closer before the half. Clock runs. Turner in the shotgun throwing. Deflected at the line. His receiver was covered up on the far side, but a deflection by somebody up front. Couldn't quite see who it was. PA announcer said it was Lane Eddins who knocked it down, so we'll give him the credit. They're at the line of scrimmage with 108 to play. And this Warrior defense, who's played a lot in this first half, Trying to get off the field once again and get into the locker room, holding a 20-3 lead. Man in motion from right to left. It's a keeper all the way for the quarterback, Turner. Up the middle, across the 50, dragged down at the 48-yard line. Just a quick keep and go for the quarterback. Nobody home for the Warriors. And the chains move once again. Probably the second best drive of the night so far for the Rebels. Under a minute to play in the second quarter. At two men in motion, didn't get called. There's the flag. It's a screen out to the near side. Cuts back up the middle. Hit at the 45-yard line and taken down at the 42. But it's going to be an illegal motion on Bessemer. They had two guys moving, one from the left side of the line to the right, and then they brought a wide receiver in motion from the right to the left. And so that play should be coming back for the Rebels with 46 seconds left in this second quarter. And that is going to be the call as the Rebels will move back across the 50, back into their own territory. So what was a decent play on first down will move the Rebels back to around the 47-yard line. First and 10 from there inside their own territory. 43 seconds and counting. Turner up to throw. It's a screen to the right through it at the feet of Chase Langston. Had no chance. The clock will stop with 39 seconds to play. Be sure you stay tuned. We'll have the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report coming up. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. After a penalty and an incompletion, it's second and 17 from the 47. Empty backfield. Turner looks to throw, delivers over the middle, and it's caught at the 30-yard line. Just found a little hole. It was Sajelski in coverage, and he just lost the receiver, Tyson Smith, who was able to get open, make the catch, hold on to the football, and they're inside the 30. That ball is placed at the 28-yard line, and they're going to call another timeout with 31 seconds in the second half, now in field goal range. I'm not really sure what their kicking situation looks like. They do have a senior kicker, John Terry, for the Rebels. But Lee Scott would like to hold them. They've already made one. We'll see if Lee Scott can hold him to another attempt or maybe force another turnover. Timeout, Bessemer, we'll leave it right here. Been an entertaining first half so far. Bessemer, their opening drive took nearly seven minutes. Since then, they've stalled out, and they took over with about a minute and a half to play in this second half, and they've taken it from their opposite 20 all the way down to the Lee Scott 28-yard line in just about a minute's time. A couple of penalties, a couple of big plays 
to keep the drive alive for the Rebels. And a chance to cut into what is a 20-3 lead for your Lee Scott Warriors here on Senior Night at Judd Scott Field. Beautiful night, though. Couldn't draw it up any better. Supposed to be a beautiful weekend as well here in Auburn and Opelika. Turner in the shotgun. Two receiver set, one to the right, one to the left. One splits off. He's looking right the whole way. Got his man in the corner, just overthrown, bobbled in the corner of the end zone, and falls incomplete. And he goes flying into the fence. He's still down. There is a late flag on the play. It was a tough play to be made. As it was Tyson Smith, the intended receiver, once again, had it in his hands, just couldn't quite get there. Jake White was in coverage, went to check on him to see if he was okay. He does get up and jog back into the huddle. There's a flag, and it looks like it's on Bessemer moving back the other way. I'm just going to tell you, that was a touchdown right there, folks. Jake White got beat. I think he just got kind of lost in coverage, did Tyson Smith. And he had a touchdown. It hit him in the fingertips, and he bobbled it a couple of times. And that front quarter of the end zone just couldn't quite come up with it. Lee Scott catches a break. Appears to be a holding call. It'll be first and 20. From the 38-yard line, Rebels moving the wrong way with 25 seconds to play. Turner steps up in the pocket, fakes it, steps up, and taken down at the 35-yard line. Pickup of a couple. Rebels will have to use their final timeout with 17 seconds to play. That is what they do. Second and 20. Curious on what Bessemer draws up here. We're going to take a quick 30-second break and be right back to wrap up the first half here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. situation. It's second and 13 for the Bessemer Rebels from the Lee Scott 34 on the left side of the football field as we look at it from the press box here at Judd Scott Field. 17.2 is what the clock reads and it's a 20-3 score. Lee Scott on top of Bessemer. They've got a play or two to try to get into field goal range and the Warriors decide to take a timeout. We'll leave it right here. On AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. My name is Jacob Goins. I appreciate you all joining me as I fly solo on the broadcast here tonight. 17.2 if you're Lee Scott. Bessemer has shown they want to throw the football a little bit, and they'll throw it when they have to with Luke Turner. And there's no doubt who their go-to guy is. It's Tyson Smith, number 33 who stands at 6'1", weighing 165 pounds. They've gone after him a few times. He was on the receiving end with the big first down catch that got them in this area of the field. So if you're Lee Scott, you're just looking to not give up a touchdown here in the next two plays or so with second down with 17 seconds. Math would tell you if you get out of bounds or spike the ball, whatever you got to do, you've got around two plays 
if you're Bessemer. So if Lee Scott, they are, they're going to drop in protection a little bit, play a little zone as well. Turner up to throw, steps in the pocket, hit as he throws. It's a duck in the middle of the field, has his man, and it's dropped at the five-yard line. J.J. Jeter was able to find himself underneath the football. It was a wobbly one at that, a little tough to get your hands on, and the senior can't come up with it. He would have been down at the five with a chance to get it to the end zone. The Warriors catch a break again. That's two touchdown passes the Rebels have dropped on this drive alone. It remains 20-3 to with 10 seconds to play, and it's third and 16 from their own, or from the least got 34. See what the play call is here. Turner back to throw once again. Steps up in the pocket, and he's hit in the backfield. He threw it up, and it's going to be an incomplete pass, I believe. He was able to fling it out, and a late flag. Maybe going to get him on grounding. Nobody was there. He was in the tackle box. He was about on his knees. We'll see if that is, in fact, the call. It was a late flag from the white hat in the background. Turner, again, was just about on the ground and just kind of hand grenade toss to get it out. As of right now, it's 4th and 16 from the 34. We'll see what the call is. The White Hat steps out to... It is intentional grounding on Bessemer. And that's the right call. There's no doubt about it. And that's a brutal call for Bessemer because it's 4th down, and that takes you from the 34... That's going to move this football back quite a bit, and that takes you out of any really field goal range unless you've got Matt Relator from Lee Scott or Towns Magoo from Auburn High School. I mean, there's about the only two kickers I know in the state of Alabama that can kick at 50 or plus and be good from that distance as well. So we'll see with 2.3 seconds to play. Bessemer's just going to have to play a Hail Mary here, which, again, they're not afraid to throw the football. They've done it quite a few times here on this drive. But they've gotten down installed once again. Looks like they're going to sub out a dry football. With it placed at the 37-yard line. And the offense stays on the field. Lee Scott in max protection. And the Warriors got to take a timeout and talk it over. Tell you what, we'll take a quick break, have a station identification, and we'll have the end of the first half. It's been long drawn out, but we'll finish it up when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. Timeout, Lee Scott. It's 20-3. to Bessemer has a fourth and 19 from the Lee Scott 37. This will be the final play of the half. The offense will jog out onto the field. Let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 20-3 is our score. Lee Scott 
leading Bessemer with 2.3 seconds to play in the half. Officially fourth and 20 from the Lee Scott 37-yard line. And the Rebel offense on the field with a Hail Mary attempt or a flea flick or something. We'll see what they come up with to try and pick up a, a touchdown here is basically all they have a chance to do. Lee Scott going to drop four back in protection, probably rush just three. And some confusion with the officials before this final play. Reminder to stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report coming up here on AU100, which is 100.3 on your radio dial. Turner drops back, unloads down the right sideline to the corner of the end zone, and it's knocked away. Good effort defensively. It was or it was Hutchins Blomeyer to knock it away. Jake White was back in coverage as well, and it falls incomplete. And that's how the first half will come to an end. 20 to three, Lee Scott on top of Bessemer at the half. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic halftime report is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. At the half, your Lee Scott Warriors lead the Bessemer Academy Rebels 20-3 here on Senior Night at Judd Scott Field. I'm Jacob Goins with you as we welcome you inside the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. 
Well, this game started out competitive, and it still very much is. As Bessemer took the football to open up the game, they took seven minutes off the clock and back in that Auburn Bank first quarter, and they ended up with the field goal to take a 3-0 lead over Lee Scott, somewhere they haven't been all that often, and the Warriors were able to respond with a field goal of their own, a 44-yarder from senior kicker Matt Relater. Warriors would then tack on another field goal from 33 yards with Matt Relater before a fumble by Bessemer, a bad snap. The Warriors were able to jump on it, and then it was a four-yard touchdown run by Tyler Kennedy, and then J.J. Myers was able to get himself a receiving touchdown as well. That one was off the turnover, my apologies. And so that's what uh, that's what has happened here so far. A couple of touchdowns, again, a run by Tyler Kennedy, a catch by J.J. Myers from around 40 yards. It was just a bailout play down the sideline, got a few good blocks downfield, and J.J. was able to run it in and cash in for six. And so Lee Scott has taken a 20-3 to lead at the half over Bessemer in this regional matchup. Lee Scott 5-1 overall this season, 3-1 in the region. Bessemer is 2-4 so far this year, 2-2 two two in the region. Both teams coming off a big win, and Lee Scott took them a little bit to get going offensively, but they ran the football really, really well. And it's surprising because Bessemer started running the ball really well also with Caleb Wheeler, number 40, who is just a freshman, ladies and gentlemen. And look, Buster Daniel, the head coach for Lee Scott, he told me that he runs like a junior or senior, and you better know who he is. But I just didn't expect this. I mean, he runs really, really hard. But here's the thing. Bessemer started using him, and then all of a sudden they quit running him because I don't think they can match up physically or size-wise with Lee Scott up front play after play after play for four straight quarters. And so they started throwing the football a lot more with Luke Turner, with intended receivers J.J. Jeter, and also uh, with Tyson Smith. But Lee Scott better be thinking they're lucky stars that they're up by 17. This could easily be a three-point ball game if they aren't careful because Bessemer dropped two touchdown passes. They were on the same drive, but they dropped two touchdown passes um, that would have gone in. There's no doubt about it. And so Lee Scott able to bend, not break defensively. They give up just three points in that first half, and it's only their 77th point they've given up all season long defensively. So Lee Scott playing well on both sides of the foot ball. I think some keys to uh, the second half as some of the uh, other seniors around here are getting honored and some of the other squads for Lee Scott getting honored here on senior night uh, for Lee Scott Academy. There were 20-some uh, seniors honored before the game with football, cheerleading, band, uh, dance team. All of the seniors that are involved in football games here on Friday night were honored here tonight as well. But some keys to the second half for Lee Scott. Don't let up because Bessemer, we talked about it in the pregame, they've got some talent and if they continue to throw the football and start making big plays a couple of big plays in that final drive got them down into field goal range uh, some penalties kind of hurt them and took them out of field goal range but if Lee Scott lets up Bessemer has the talent and the skill to get back into this football game so don't let up keep your pedal down keep your foot down if you will on that uh, on the floor and if Lee Scott can continue to run the football I like what I've seen from Pelzer Reeves a couple of questionable throws but they didn't revolve into anything and so so 
if Lee Scott can do that, I think they're going to be just fine. Defense playing really, really well. Avoid the big plays. Keep wrapping up. Keep making big tackles. And I think Lee Scott's going to be just fine. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. And with an extended halftime a little bit here on Senior Night, in case you missed my pregame interview with head coach Buster Daniel, I want to play that for you again when we come back because, yes, we talked about some keys to this game tonight, and they are relevant, but he talks about the seniors, and I really want you to hear that and talk about those guys. And so we're going to have that for you when we come back here on the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. inside the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply Experience and Knowledge from the Pros at your hometown home center. I'm Jacob Goins, joined by head coach Buster Daniel, as always, each and every week here in the pregame show. Uh, coach, you guys are 5-1 and one so far this season. 3-1 and one in the region coming off of an impressive win on the road at Autauga. Uh, you could see the talent that they have. You could see that they had some athletic guys, but overall, you guys did a fantastic fantastic job offensively and defensively uh, to come out of Prattville with a win last Friday night. What did you see from your squad? Yeah, you know, we, we talked about uh, the kind of running backs they had. Those guys are young, so they're there for a good long time. But I was real pleased with our offense. Uh, offensive guys did a great job. We never punted. Uh, we kept the ball. We went down and scored. Um, did a great job there. And defense, you know, defense is a team. They, they, they bent but didn't break. You know, I was proud of that. Um, those, you know, anybody was there saw that those guys are hard to tackle. I mean, number seven was like a little water bug, mm-hmm. and we knew it going in. He was gonna be hard to tackle, but you know, some of that's on us, and some of that's on him. He did a great job running the football, but you know, we still didn't do a really good good job of breaking down and running through tackles. You know, it's just uh, we're reaching and grabbing, and uh, he exposed some of that. Uh, so that's a good thing to happen now that we can work on. Uh, you know, for the future. But I was proud of our guys the way they, you know, they got a win. Uh, 
uh, I, I was just proud of the way they performed. A guy like that, I don't know what his official numbers ended up being, Coach, but it seemed like he ran for about a 1,000 yards, but on the stat sheet it was about a third of that, just cutting back and forth on the field. How do you teach the defense, and this may be a better question for Jacob Osmond, but how do you teach your guys to stay disciplined on a guy like that that will cut back and forth on the field so much and you just it's, the play's not over until you get him on the ground? Yeah, we just didn't do a very good job of angle tackling. We worked on that all this week. We worked on it last week. Worked on it the week before. It's just a like you just said, being disciplined and, and you know doing the right thing, and you know they don't understand yet that they got the sideline as their another defender. So mm-hmm. you know, force them out there, we're good, but we can't allow them to cut back, which he did. Uh, we just didn't play uh, our technique very well, and again, we didn't run through tackles and do our job the right way. J.J. Meyer seemed to have one of his better games of the year so far, over 100 yards on the ground, had a touchdown as well. He is the, I believe, the Opelika Auburn News Player of the Week coming in. Uh, what did you see from your senior running back? Oh, J.J., uh, he, he did a great job for us. I mean, he does what J.J. does. You know, he's he's not the fastest thing in the world, but he's, I told him he's like a little human bowling ball. You know, they didn't really want much of him the other night. You know, he'd come through the middle, and they, you know, it's like he parted the Red Sea. Um, uh, J.J. also was the WTVM. Wendy Giant Award winner of the week, whatever okay. that is, but he, he got some <laughs> he got some nice gifts from them from WTVM. But uh, yeah, he did a great job for us. Uh, outstanding, he, he averaged almost nine yards a carry. Um, I did get on him one time a little bit. He had an open touchdown. And he wanted to run over the safety. He said the guy had been running his mouth a little bit. So and he, just, he lowered JJ, his helmet. Didn't he? JJ coach? is a tough son of a gun, and not scared of anything. But yeah, I was extremely proud of him. Um, but I will go back and mention that our offensive line did a great job. You know, mm-hmm. those guys never get any accolades. They don't get a recognition unless they do something wrong. Um, but they did a great job opening holes for our guys. But J.J. had a terrific night. It's not just opening holes on the line of scrimmage. They get downfield and block all the time. And we tried to do our best to highlight them on the broadcast because they do such a fantastic job. And that starts back in the summer when you guys are teaching that. I know it does. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I'll tell you, I will mention one name, too, that I usually don't do a lot of, but Walker Lane. Walker Lane has not played offensive line his whole life. We've been teeking around with a little bit uh, during the season uh, in practice. He had to go in the game the other night because uh, uh, Carter Gibson had to leave the game in the second quarter with a concussion. Mm. Um, so uh, Walker goes in. He does a great job for us. You know, he's still learning. Um, but he got every rep this week of practice. He's ready to go this tonight, and uh, he did a great job for us the other night. But the offensive line was outstanding, I thought, last week. Well, you get a good win on the road. You move forward to this week. Uh, it's crazy to say this, your final home game of the regular season with the schedule, how it plays out. You've got three straight road games coming up this season, but that does mean it is senior night here tonight. And before we talk about Lee Scott and Bessemer, you've got seven of them on this team, your seniors. Talk about those guys, and if you want to talk individually, you can, but just what they have meant to this program. I know a lot of them have been with you uh, for three or four years now. So what have those seniors meant to you in this program so far? Yeah, we do. I think we got three guys that have been with me the whole time I've been here. You know, uh, of course, J.J. and uh, Matt Rollator. And uh, I, I can't call the other one right now. Uh, Miles Zachary. I'm sorry, Miles. There he is right there. I'll tip my tongue. But those, those guys have been with me the whole time. Uh, they're great young men. They're leaders. Uh, they do things the right way. That's the biggest thing we got. We got a couple guys that moved in. You know, um, Charlie Lord moved in. Been with it two years. You know, um, Lane Edens who came over from Auburn as a baseball guy that played football with us this year. They've done a tremendous job for us. You know, we got Connor Stewart. He's uh, it, anchored down our offensive line. He's done a great job. He's been with us for three years. Uh, and, and Jake White, we hadn't mentioned yet, but Jake's done a great job. He came in last year, uh, and what a what an asset he has been to us for the team last year and this year as well. So, um, but you know, all those guys have done great for us. They're good leaders. 
Not very many of them, mm -hmm. um, but they all have to play a role, and you know, on the team, and they're doing a great job for us. It's senior night, so how do you keep those guys focused? You know, you're going to have all of the uh, the, the <clears throat> celebratory things going on, and and you know, it's a special night for those guys. But how do you? We you know we talk about this with homecoming as well. How do you keep them focused and ready to go to play what should be a good football game tonight? Yeah, you know, they they deserve the accolades they get. You know, the the, the celebration a little bit with the parents on the field. I mean, they most of them have worked three or four years to get here, so. So they deserve this, and uh, but you know they're 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 a bunch of good kids that are grounded. Um, this won't really affect them that much. They know once the ball's kicked off, they know what to do then. So again, that is my that was my pregame interview with head coach Buster Daniel for Lee Scott football. But I wanted you to have the opportunity in case you missed it to hear him talk about those seniors, uh, the seven of them that are being honored here tonight and uh, a lot of them have already seen a lot of action. Matt Relator scored the first six points of the ball game uh, with two field goals, has two PATs as well. We've seen Jake White get in action defensively and offensively making some big plays. Miles Zachary has made some big defensive plays. J.J. Myers has a rushing touchdown. We've seen Charlie Lloyd on the field as well. Lane Eddins has a pass deflection. Uh, and then Connor Stewart is up front, and we know the impact that he makes on the offensive line. And so I wanted you to have a chance to listen to head coach Buster Daniel talk about those seniors once again because, again, there are many, like you said, right? There's not many of them this year, only seven. Uh, but Lee Scott really, really using them and relying on those seniors as they did last year with 18 of them, and they're doing the same thing again this year with seven of them. It is senior night, and the Warriors have a 20-3 lead here at the half over Bessemer, and you can hear the Warrior Band on the field performing right now. They do such a fantastic job each and every week in what is the final home game of the regular season here at Judd Scott Field. When we come back, we will have the start of the second half between Lee Scott and Bessemer. This wraps up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Again, when we come back, second half action between Lee Scott and Bessemer coming up as the Warriors lead the Rebels 20-3 at home here on Senior Night. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott football continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. 
Society's Glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. We are just moments away from the start of the second half between your Lee Scott Warriors and the visiting Bessemer Academy Rebels here at Judd Scott Field on the campus of Lee Scott Academy in Auburn, Alabama. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic as the teams are back on the field doing some warm-ups after the band uh, performed. A couple of teams were honored here from Lee Scott Academy and we are just a couple of minutes away from starting the second half in what is a really good football game so far with Lee Scott on top of Bessemer 20-3 as we get ready for the start of the third quarter. An update from Opelika. It is Auburn and Opelika. The Tigers and the Bulldogs doing battle tonight on the other side of town. And it is 16-7 Opelika at the half. So a little bit of an update there as two teams who are just extremely talented, man. Those two teams are just so, so good. We know how many uh, just Division One guys they have all over the field and two really good coaches there as well. Uh, Opelika on top at the half. They are the home team playing that game at Bulldog Stadium, not Duck Sanford. So 16-7 Opelika at the half, and you can find that broadcast with our Auburn High School crew over on Wings 94.3 and WingsFM.com. So be sure you go and check that out with Scott Bagwell, Rob Pate, Jack Hutton. Don't go anywhere for too long. Be sure you come right back, though, when you go check out the score. Flip back and forth, if you will, as we have a good game here, and they've got one there as well. I appreciate you all tuning in tonight on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. Jacob Goins flying solo tonight. Christian Griffin, uh, he, he ditched me last minute today. No, I'm just kidding. He told me way before the season started. Uh, he is out of town. He's actually out in Texas, going to be attending the Red River Rivalry going on tomorrow between Oklahoma and Texas with the biggest college football game going on tomorrow with Auburn on a bye week. Took his week off and uh, decided to leave me hanging here tonight. But don't worry, I'm handling it just fine, Christian. We'll have you back in the booth next week on the road as we will start a three-week process of three straight road games so I am enjoying being at home for one final time in the regular season here at Judd Scott Field but if all things go 
according to plan. If Lee Scott handles business like they should, but you just never know. It is high school football. It's sports in general. You just never know. But if Lee Scott does handle business to kind of look ahead, if they are able to win this game, and I'm not trying to manifest anything, but just saying, if the Warriors handle business like they're supposed to do, they will have a first-round bye in the playoffs, and they would host the semifinals right here at Judd Scott Field, like we had this time last year. Then if they win that, they would go on to the state championship game in Montgomery and take on the winner from the other side of this 3A region in AISA. And so um, we'll see how that goes. Still some really tough teams to play. A, a Fortdale team that's extremely talented, one of the better teams in this region. You've got to play a Valiant Cross team who always has a bunch of talent, and then go on the road to Edgewood, a non-region game to end the season. So Lee Scott's got a challenge ahead of them in the next few games, but they do have a challenge ahead of them in this second half with a battle against Bessemer. It's 20-3 Warriors at the half, and they added just a minute or so to the clock. Um, uh, added about a minute or so to the clock here at halftime just to make sure the teams have plenty of time to get ready. Lee Scott's ready to go. They're huddled up on the sideline. They're ready to go. Warriors will receive the football to start the second half. If you remember, if you were with us at the start, Bessemer won the toss. They accepted. They wanted the football. They went down and scored a field goal. Lee Scott was able to respond with a field goal of their own. They got the football back, kicked another field goal to make it 6-3. to three. And then uh, Tyler Kennedy was able to run in a four-yard touchdown, and J.J. Myers had a catching score as well in that first half, thanks to a turnover in that first half by Bessemer. And that's where the Warriors have a 20-3 to three lead as we're just about ready to get started in this third quarter. Bessemer in their road whites. They've got navy helmets with the red lettering, white jerseys, white pants with the red trim down the side, blue lettering and numbers on front and back. Lee Scott in their home navy uniforms with the navy helmets, red lettering, navy jerseys, white pants, and the white lettering on the front and the back. Bessemer kicking off left to right. Lee Scott receiving right to left. And it's an onside kick. Warriors were ready for it right around the 47-yard line. Who was that that was ready for that heck of a play, a heads-up play, if you will, by Lee Scott on the onside kick attempt by Bessemer. It was Bo King, the sophomore, number 18, who was there and ready for it. He wasn't fooled. Lee Scott waited to turn and run. And a great play gives Lee Scott excellent field position here to start the second half. Quarterback Reeves in the shotgun, brings Jake White in motion, right to left, they pitch it to him. He gets a block, he's got a blocker downfield as well. Stiff arm at the 40, and knocked out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Jake White with a big opening play of the second half to move the sticks for the Warriors. Ball was on the 49, they're going to spot it at the opposite 36-yard line. With 11.50 to play in the third quarter. One play from scrimmage and already into opposing territory. 
is the Lee Scott offense. It's Miles Zachary now in motion from left to right. Fake to him. It is Tyler Kennedy off the left end. He's around the 25. Down inside the red zone. And a late hit at the 15-yard line. Out of bounds. Kennedy went flying. A flag comes in with it. And it'll tack on half the distance to the goal. First and goal for the Warriors inside the 20. Inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. You can see the speed and the strength by Lee Scott. They get out on the edge and just such good blocking downfield. They get out and turn the corner, whether it be Tyler Kennedy or Jake White or Miles Zachary, whoever it may be, when they get that edge and turn that corner, it's like they stick their foot in the ground and do a right angle turn and just head down the sideline. It's unbelievable to watch what Lee Scott's able to do offensively such good discipline, such good teamwork as well. And it is officially first and goal from the nine for the Warriors. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Sims the running back. He'll peel out. Jake White gets the ball on the pitch from left to right. Fights his way to the goal line. And they're going to mark him down just short of the touchdown line on the first down carry. And according to the PA announcer, fumble at the end of it. They were able to get back on top of it. That ball can't be too far from the goal line. Looks to be around the three. 11-10 to play in this third quarter. Lee Scott with a 20-3 lead, looking to take their opening possession of the second half and punch it into the end zone. The running back is Myers. He gets the carry and walks in untouched. Warriors extend the lead. How about two touchdowns on the night for the senior J.J. Myers. Touchdown, Warriors. A three-yard touchdown run to punch it in for J.J. Myers. His second of the night, one receiving and one on the ground. And the Warriors extend the lead in the third quarter. To make it 26-3. And senior kicker Matt Relator. A chance to make it 27. The snap, the kick, it's up and into the woods. And it is good. The Warriors stretch their lead. 27-3. Lee Scott over Bessemer with 10.54 to play in the third quarter. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott football continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. 27-3 is the score. Lee Scott on top of Bessemer thanks to an opening possession touchdown in the second half. And it was J.J. Myers who cashed it in from three yards out for his second touchdown of the night. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Relator 
set to send it away and does so into the night sky. And this one, believe it or not, does not get to the goal line. It was a little pooch kick, picked up around the 10, returned to the 35, out across the 40, breaks a tackle, and finally brought down near the 45-yard line on the opposite side of the field in front of the Bessemer bench. A tackle was made. You don't see it often. It was Patrick Coulter, the freshman, who makes the tackle. And I didn't mean he doesn't make plays often. I mean, you don't see people return the football very often against Matt Relator, who normally is an automatic touchback. And here's the difference. Every single time Bessemer's offense has started at the 20, they start at the 43-yard line and a run off to the near side. Barrels over a man, but tackled in the backfield at the 40. It's a loss of three on the play. Three or four Warriors there to make the tackle. And one Warrior slow to get up is Christian Horak, who was in on the tackle. He gets up and able to shake it off. Good play by Lee Scott defensively. Should be second. And I guess they're going to give him forward progress, so maybe a loss of one. Second and 11 from the 42. Turner hands off to Wheeler. Finds a little bit of a hole. Good tackle by Brady Sajelski right on the L of the LSA logo at the 47-yard line. Pick up a five. It'll be third and six for the Rebels. Approaching, approaching, apologies, Lee Scott Territory. And here are the cheerleaders and student section making a little noise. Turner rolls, throws, got his man out across the 50 and down at the 45-yard line. Nobody near him. He was wide open, ladies and gentlemen. He fell to the ground. Tyson Smith, the go-to receiver, no doubt about it for the Rebels, and it moves the chains. Clock stops temporarily at 9.24. It's now running again. 27-3. Lee Scott leads Bessemer, but a first and 10 for the Rebels inside Warrior Territory at the 45-yard line. Moving left to right. Man in motion from right to left. Turner gets the ball, hand to wheel, and I think an illegal motion in the backfield. Official puts down the flag, and it is. False start, technically, on Bessemer. Was moved a little early up front. So a first and 10 from the 45 turns into a first and 15 from midfield. And we've seen Lee Scott give up a couple of chunk plays here tonight. Hasn't really led to a whole lot. Just three points on the scoreboard for Bessemer. So a lot of bending and not breaking. But Lee Scott got to clean up the chunk plays. We saw Glenwood do it all night long. And you saw how that game ended up. Turner. Turns and hands to his running back. He was hit first, shook off an arm tackle, but brought down at midfield here on the near side. Good play to get him to the ground. Tackle's going to be credited to Hayden Kelly. There's another broken tackle. Lee Scott was there to make the stop, but a broken tackle initially. They're going to give him a yard on that, looks like. I don't think so. They gave him a yard on that. I think he was tackled right at the 50-yard line, but they placed it on the 49 of Lee Scott. So second and 14 from the 49, it's Wheeler. Shucking and jiving his way to the 45-yard line. Gets down to maybe the 44 with a little momentum. And there they go again, running the football with the freshman Wheeler, number 40. This is how they started the first half. This is how they started the football game. 
did Bessemer, and then all of a sudden they just went away from it. Lee Scott scored a few points, and they decided they had to throw the ball. But so far, they're moving it. Fake to Wheeler. Turner throws. Screen out to the near side, and it is caught. Tyler Kennedy knocks him out of bounds, but a heck of a grab over the shoulder at the 35-yard line. And who else? It was Tyson Jones, or Tyson Smith, excuse me, with an over-the-shoulder catch. He's a little slow to get up. As he limps back onto the football field, appears to be okay. Nice-looking throw from Luke Turner, the senior quarterback. And looks to be an official's timeout. Not sure what the timeout's about. Maybe a spot. Yeah, they're going to measure. So the chain gang runs from the opposite side to the near side. I thought he picked up the first down. It looked good to me. But they're going to say it's fourth and one, and they're going to measure it at the 35-yard line. I can't see with the team standing in front of me, and they're going to say it's a first down for Bessemer. It, I really didn't question it live. It looked first. It looked good to me as a first down. I really didn't think about think twice about it. But they bring out the sticks, and regardless, it is a first down for the Rebels at the 35 of Lee Scott. For what I believe is the third time, maybe the fourth time they've been in Lee Scott territory in this football game, but only have three points on the scoreboard. They trail Lee Scott 27-3 with 7.43 to play. Clock counting down in the third quarter. Turner with a running back behind him. It's Wheeler. He gets it. Off to the left. Breaks an ankle tackle in the back. Good effort. In the backfield, trying to get to him was Hayes Wagner. Just couldn't quite get his hands locked around his ankles. And a pickup of a couple on the first down carry. They're going to say it's four down to the 31-yard line. So what can Lee Scott do defensively to avoid getting scored on and avoid giving up the first touchdown of the night? For Bessemer, turns and hands to the right side. It is Wheeler, lowers his head and taken down at the 31. Maybe a loss of one on the play. Good tackle by a couple of the Warriors. Trip Vaughn, the man there, to bring him down. Clock continuing to run. 6.45 and counting down in this third quarter. Third and six from the 31. They say he got back to the line of scrimmage, so it is third down, six to go from the 31. One receiver here on the near side, one out wide to the left. Fake, two-wheeler, quarterback Turner rolls out to his left, got his man, diving attempt right at the first down line, and they're going to say it was caught. It was caught by Tyson Smith. Who else? Right at the line to gain, had to turn, readjust, got his arms up underneath it like he was carrying firewood, and it's a first down for the Rebels again. Besides the opening drive, this is probably the best one we've seen Bessemer have. But each time they've done this, they've either either had penalties or bad snaps or something like that. Not this time, though. A handoff to Wheeler. Bounces off a one, still turning his legs on the far sideline and gets down inside the 20. That play started at the 25. Pickup of at least five inside the 20. See what the official marking is. With under six minutes to play. Just inside the 20, ball is at the 18-yard line, and the Rebels are inside the red zone. 
Man in motion from left to right. It's a handoff to the right side. Tries to use a stiff arm. It's Tyson Smith. Haven't seen him get the handoff much. Lucky to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Sam Jackson in to make the stop for the Warriors. He was the first man there. to play in this third quarter. Lee Scott leads 27-3 over Bessemer. The Rebels trying to stay in the football game down by 24. Turner, empty backfield. Two receivers stacked to the right. Man in motion for all the way out on the left side. Goes back behind quarterback keeper all the way on the third and one. And live, it looked like he got there. We'll see if the Warriors were able to stop him in a massive pile of bodies. Chain Gang says fourth down. We'll see what the officials signal. They're going to say no gain. They're going to say they stopped him on third down. And now they're going to signal first down. It was initially no gain, then they changed their mind and said first down. I don't know. That's why I waited so long. I didn't know where they were going to go with it. So after all that, it is first down and Bessemer. From the 14, five minutes to play in this third quarter. They trail Lee Scott 27-3. Empty backfield, man in motion from left to right, back behind the quarterback. It's a pitch to him on the right side. Lee Scott being held all day long. No call at the 15-yard line. Looking for a flag. I don't see one. A massive hold on the right side. A pickup of a couple. Oh, my goodness. Our guy had his hands up in the air, couldn't do anything. White jersey had a handful of blue jersey and just nowhere to go for the Lee Scott defender. It was a loss on the play of three back to the 17-yard line, 420 to play. Turner, hand off to Ty Smith, puts his foot in the ground, finds a hole towards the goal line. And in for a touchdown. Bessemer scores. You can see the athleticism of Tyson Smith, who found the biggest hole they've seen all night long. A juke move with the left foot. And the Rebels scored their first touchdown. If you call the hold, it probably doesn't happen on the play before. But either way, it is a Bessemer touchdown to make it 27-9 to with 4.13 to play. They can make it a 17-point ball game. We'll see if they decide to go for two or kick a PAT. Seems like some confusion from the guys on the field and the sideline. Everybody's sort of standing around, and then we're going to have some players sub in, sub out. Only five on the play clock. They're not going to get this playoff. They're going to have to call a timeout. That's one Bessemer wishes they had back. Timeout Rebels with 4.13 to play. 27-9 is our score. We'll leave it right here and throw it to break after what's either going to be a PAT or a two-point conversion. Lee Scott stopped him on the play before on a loss of three. A massive holding call on this near side right at the 20-yard line. The Warrior sideline exploded, begging for a call and didn't get one. And the very next play, it was Tyson Smith, number 33. He's been all over the field all night long. Gets the pitch and catch. 
for about a 14-yard touchdown run, or 17-yard touchdown run, excuse me. To keep Bessemer hanging around in this football game with 4.13 to play in this third quarter. Lee Scott hasn't run away with it just yet. 27-9. A chance to make it either 17 or a 16-point deficit. It's an 18-point deficit as of right now. And the Rebels back on the field. Appears to be the offense on the field, and it is. Four receivers set, two to the right, two to the left. It is the quarterback Turner in the backfield. It's a protection-looking line of scrimmage for the Rebels. And they're going to throw a fade to the left corner. Hit as he throws. Receiver falls down in a flag. They're going to call a pass interference on a guy that looked like he tripped up. Jake White doesn't like the call. Tyson Smith, the intended receiver. Good news is they don't move the football very far. Bad news is they're going to get another shot. And if they went for it there, they're definitely going to go for it now. So Jake White hit with the defensive pass interference. And Bessemer lines up to go for it once again. It's taking a long time after a timeout call, a pass interference, and another opportunity at a two-point conversion. They line up stacked on the right side. They run the football to the right side, finds the hole, and gets in for the two-point conversion. It's good by Bessemer. Different running back this time in the football game. It was, I believe it was Blaine Robinson on the carry, number 50 for the Rebels. And they make it 27-11. We've got a game here at Judd Scott Field. Lee Scott leads 27-11 over Bessemer. We'll be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. 413 to play in the third quarter. Lee Scott leads Bessemer 27 to 11. Outside of the Glenwood game, the best game we've seen in the second half this season for Lee Scott and an opponent when it comes to a, a close game factor as Jake White receives the football right at the goal line. And they're going to call it a touchback. So the Warriors will start on offense at their own 20-yard line. So a nice drive offensively for the Rebels. Took a lot of time off the clock. They went back to running the football. I talked about it at the half. They went back to running the ball with Caleb Wheeler. Threw it a couple of times, got away with a holding call, and it ended up being Tyson Smith on the 17-yard touchdown run. Is how we have gotten to 27 to 11. Warriors took their opening drive of the second half all the way down and scored. And Bessemer responded with one of their own. White in motion from right to left. Fake to him. Handoff up the middle. Lowers his shoulder. Lays the boom. It's J.J. Myers and gets out near the 30-yard line. A couple of 
Rebels there to make the tackle. Jackson Barnhill and Brady Madden in on the tackle, but not before J.J. Myers. Looking like George Myers a little bit there from last year. We know one thing about J.J. He wants to hit somebody. I don't really think he cares about scoring. He'd rather hit somebody is what his dad says. And we could, saw, we could see that last week against Autaga where he had a clear touchdown if he just puts his foot in the ground and does a little, or a little juke. Instead, he lowered his shoulder and hit somebody. Here's Jake White on the end around. Hit as he crosses the 45-yard line. Aaron Hendon knocks him to the ground, but a nice pickup. On first down, it was from the 28-yard line. They'll mark him down right at the 45. And another nice play for Lee Scott. Pickup of 17 on the first down carry. Jake White's all-purpose yards are just nuts. Every single game, it's just unbelievable. Whether they throw it to him, they do that pitch and catch, they, I don't think I've ever seen him just straight up hand it off to him. As Reeves rolls out to his right, throws a Hail Mary down the sideline and had his man just a little underthrown, got too much air under the ball. Speaking of Jake White, he was the intended receiver and appeared to be Garrison Manley who went up and got a fingertip on it to knock it incomplete. I think if Pelzer sets his feet and just gets a little bit more oomph on that football, he finds Jake White, but a nice play defensively by the Rebels. Second down and 10 from the 45 with 3.02 to play in the third quarter. Harrison Short in at receiver on this near side. Jake White in motion from right to left. They pitch it to him. Looking for a couple of blocks, and blockers got knocked down. Appeared to be Banks Sims who kind of got hit on his block and just nowhere to go for Jake White. Gets back to the 45-yard line. He'll sub out. After no gain on the play, third and long now for the Warriors. You don't see them in this predicament too often. Ball's on the 45. The first down is the opposite 45 with 10 yards to gain on third down with 2.30 to play and a 27-11 lead. Zachary in motion. Fakes picks to him. Pelzer backs up, throws the screen back across his body to J.J. Myers, picks it up across the 40, throws a defender off, and gets down to the 30-yard line. He used that powerful right arm and shows what he's been doing in the offseason in the weight room, threw Aaron Hendon off of him, and picked up a few more yards. First down, Warriors. Down on the 30-yard line. A big play, just a simple play. Pelzeriz packed up. He waited, he waited, he waited, and then dumped it off to J.J. Myers, and he did the rest. Paul on the 30-yard line inside Rebel Territory. Jake White in motion left to right. It's a handoff to Parker Wright on the near side. Picks up a couple of yards, but read out nicely by the Rebels. Couple of Rebels there to make the stop. Landon Lacey in there. Four of those in blue and white. A couple of subs, some bigger guys coming in up, up front for Bessemer. Subbing in Eric Young. Number 70, the big defensive end. Jake White by himself on this left side. Three receivers out to the right. Pelzer rolls to the right. Has Tyler Kennedy out blocking for him in the lead. Throws to the far sideline. And it is caught by Jake White who cut all the way across the field, caught it right there in front of the first down marker. Don't think he quite got there. Looks like he's going to be about a football short 
of the line to gain, so it'll be third and one with under a minute to play in this for, in this third quarter. 27-11. Lee Scott leads Bessemer. Third and one from the 21. Line to gain is the 20, which would put him in the red zone. Play clock at 16. Game clock at 40, so they do have to snap the football at least one more time here in this third quarter. Reeves, handoff to J.J. Myers. Up the middle, picks up the first down. Another stiff arm on the same defender. Aaron Hendon wants nothing to do with J.J. Myers. And another first down for the senior. Aaron Hendon going to have nightmares about number four in blue as he puts him into the ground once again. A first down for the Warriors inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone from the 13-yard line. Game clock says 15, play clock 25. We'll see if the Warriors snap it one more time to end the quarter. Reeves in the shotgun. They don't care. They're going to hand it off up the middle. It's Bank Sims who drags a couple of defenders and then a sandwich tackle inside the five-yard line. And that's where the Warriors will have the football to start the fourth quarter. Warriors are in business. What, 27-11 to 11 and threatening to score once again on Bessemer here on senior night at Judd Scott Field. Don't go anywhere. The fourth and final quarter when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customers' satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. In the books, in one more quarter to go, Lee Scott has a 27-11 lead on top of Bessemer, and they are threatening to score once again with a second and three from the Bessemer six-yard line. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It is J.J. Myers. In the backfield, he gets the carry. He finds a hole. He's in untouched once again. He's knocked into the end zone late. But another touchdown for J.J. Myers. And the Warriors have extended, stretched out the lead, if you will. Once again, J.J. Myers, his third touchdown of the night. Warriors give him six. Can't do it any better than J.J. Myers. When the offensive line gives you that big of a hole, just about anybody could run through it, but not to take anything away from J.J. He did all the work on that drive. As Matt Relator puts it through the uprights. 
for another good PAT. And this is more like it. 34 to 11 is the score. Lee Scott on top of Bessemer. We'll keep it right here. We appreciate you all tuning in on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. A score update from Auburn and Opelika. The Bulldogs of Opelika on top 23-17 to with about four minutes to play in the third quarter. You can catch our Auburn High School broadcast over on our sister station, Wings 94.3. That's 94.3 on the radio and wingsfm.com. Go check out the score. Come right back, though. As the Warriors add to their lead, 34-11 is the score on top of Bessemer with 11.53 to play in the fourth quarter. Cheerleaders are into it. The band's into it. It's a pink out here for the students as October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Always nice to see the sports world showing support for a terrible disease but a wonderful cause in Breast Cancer Awareness Month. As Relator, he did what you thought he did. He put it through the back of the end zone for another touchback. So after scoring a touchdown for the Rebels, can they respond? Their defense gave up a touchdown. Seems like they may just be running out of time for a team that's moved the football the best by running it and then throwing and finding some holes in the Lee Scott defense in that secondary. I just don't know. I mean, you just don't really have a lot of time to run, run, run. You're going to have to get some big chunk plays, which Bessemer has gotten tonight. So we'll see what they come up with as they trail 34-11 to with 11.53 to play in the fourth quarter. First and 10 Rebels from their own 20-yard line, moving right to left. Slow man in motion from the right side of the line to the left. It's a handoff up the middle, cuts back, it's Wheeler. And Christian Horak able to wrap him up and throw him into the backfield. Can't quite get him on the ground, but Christian Horak is able to make the stop. And Thomas Dilworth was there in assistance as well. Clock counting down from 11 and a half minutes in this fourth quarter. And what is the final home game in the regular season for 2023? We're hoping to have a semifinal playoff game here, though. Big hit in the backfield. Wheeler able to shake it off. I don't even know how he got out of it. It was Lane Eddins who jumped on his shoulders and rode him for a few seconds, but able to get shaken off by Wheeler, but then eventually brought down in the backfield. Third and nine. No, third and ten. It was a loss on the play. I thought so. Third and ten from the 20 with 10.50 to play. As again, the Rebels just running out of time and running out of offense. Running back off the left hip, Turner looks to throw, steps into the pocket, does deliver downfield right short of the first down marker, right around the 30-yard line. Looks to be about a yard short. He had his man and completed the pass. And the Rebels in desperation mode down many, many scores. Fourth and one from their own 29. They're going to go for it. See, at least Scott can stay disciplined and not jump off size. Turner looking to the sideline, trying to get the call. 15 on the play clock. He's under center. Quarterback keeper 
It's the Jalen Hurts special, and he gets there and a lot more. Across the 35, they only needed the 30. He picked up six or seven yards on that quarterback keeper up the middle. We've seen it quite a bit in the NFL. College has started to do a little bit. Quarterback gets under center. Everybody folds in behind him, and they just start pushing, and they pick up a first down to move the change for the Rebels. First and 10 from their own 37, 940 to play in the fourth quarter. Turner under center once again, comes up, screen play out to the near side, hit immediately, and taken down in the backfield. Trip Vaughn all over it. He blew off the block and lit up Cole Davis in the backfield. Big, big hit by Trip Vaughn, and that is what you want to see as an open field tackle if you're head coach Buster Daniel. That is a big-time play right there because Trip Vaughn was by himself on this near side. If he doesn't make that tackle, he's still running is Cole Davis, and that's probably six going down the left end of the football field. Huge tackle by Trip Vaughn. You can't teach it any better. Wrapped up up top and drove him to the ground. A loss of five on the play. It's second and 15 from the 32. Clock running at 9-10 in the fourth quarter. 34-11 is the score. Lee Scott on top. Turner rolls into the backfield, ducks across two tackles underneath them, if you will, gets back to the 35, brought down at the 36, maybe the 37-yard line. Able to do a little duck move like he was going up under a screen in basketball. Comes up a little limp. but avoids a big loss and actually picks up five yards on the play. Gets out to the 37-yard line. It is third and long. Ball on the 37, first down is the 47. Turner fakes the handoff to Wheeler, looks to throw, unloads down the middle, has a man if it gets there, and it is incomplete. It was J.J. Jeter. Ball was a little underthrown, had his man beat. Couple of defenders there for Lee Scott. The main one was Hutchins Blomeyer, who signals the incompletion. That ball had a little bit more juice on it. J.J. Jeter's in for six, I'm just going to tell you. But it is fourth down and ten yards to go. And I said Bessemer was in desperation mode, but maybe not that much desperation. With a fourth and ten on their own 37, they're going to bring out the punt unit. As Jake White will set up camp around the 35-yard line. Clock stops on the incompletion. Play clock down to five. Punter awaits the snap. Three, two, and he gets it. It's high. He's able to get it and get it off. A high kick, not very far. Hits around the 35. Jake White runs away, lets it go. Lee Scott had a man there, and he just runs away. It was Brady Sajowski. Nicely done, and it's down at the 25-yard line, and that's where the Warrior offense will take over with 8-12 to play. We'll go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. Warriors have the football on their own 25-yard line. You're listening to Lee Scott Football on the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD, Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 34-11 to 11 is the score. Lee Scott on top of Bessemer, and they've got the football with 8-12 to play. And what a drive it would be if you could keep the football for 8 minutes and 12 seconds, huh? 
That's not the way to do it. J.J. Myers hit immediately. Loss of five in the backfield. Big hit slung down by Blaine Robinson. Clock counting down under eight minutes to play. Reminder that tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Again, I'm Jacob Goins, flying solo tonight on the Lee Scott Sports Network. My color commentator, Christian Griffin, will be back with me next week as we hit the road for one of three straight road games. Reeves hands off up the middle, cuts back towards the inner part of the field and a nice carry and slow to get up it was Tyler Kennedy on the carry who is now sitting on his rear end and trying to get up takes his helmet off as the training staff comes out trying to jog it off couldn't quite see what happened to him but he is able to get up and jog off under his own power again couldn't quite tell what exactly happened don't know if he got hit wrong or tangled up or what. Don't want to assume anything. But he is able to get up and get off under his own power. Pickup of 11. After what was a five-yard loss, it's now third and manageable. Four yards to pick up the first down from the 31-yard line. Clock reads seven minutes and counting here in this fourth quarter. Reeves in the shotgun. It's J.J. Myers. Cuts back up the middle. Shakes off an arm tackle and is dragged down at the 35 and the 40-yard line. Excuse me. Plenty enough for the first down. He picked up six more than he needed. And the chains are moving for the Warriors. Just a clinic running the football tonight for Lee Scott. J.J. Myers, the workhorse for this team. The battering ram, whatever you want to use, put in whatever big-time adjective you want to put in there. For J.J. Myers, or the noun, whatever you want to call it. If it runs fast and hard, you can say it's J.J. Myers. If you need some yards to gain, he is going to get the football. There's almost no doubt about it. Jake White in motion from left to right. They give it to him. Tries to find the edge. He gets the edge across the 40. Out across the 45. Down the sideline across the 30. To the 20. To the 10. Nobody home. Touchdown Warriors. Jake White takes it to the house. 60 yards. And the Warriors extend the lead once again. And they have run away with this thing on senior night. It's another senior in the end zone. For Lee Scott, touchdown Jake White, and touchdown Warriors. Lee Scott's been running that play all season long, all night long, waiting on a play like that to open up down the sideline for Jake White. And as soon as he crossed the 45, he knew it. He was gone. He outran everybody. Nobody was home for the Rebels. And it's a 60-yard pitch and run and score for the senior, Jake White. PAT is up and good from Matt Relator. 60 yards for Jake White. He's in the end zone for the first time tonight. Give him a touchdown along with J.J. Myers, a senior who's got in the end zone as well. Matt Relator's on the scoreboard as a senior. They're all over the place on senior night as the Warriors have 
stretch their lead 41 to 11. It's a 30 point ball game here in Auburn, Alabama. We'll take a quick 30 second break and be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. With 6.08 to play, it's 41-11. Lee Scott has padded their lead in the fourth quarter on top of Bessemer with 6.08 to play here at Judd Scott Field. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And that's just killer if you're Bessemer. I mean, what do you do? You've really contained Jake White for most of the night. He's had a couple of big catches. You've contained him pretty well. But once he gets on the edge and gets a couple of blocks, and credit to every single player on offense that gets out on the edge and has such a good technique block each and every time, there's just nothing you can do when Jake White gets out in space. He's too fast, he's too physical, he's too athletic, and he's going to outrun anybody on the football field. As the first down carry from the 20-yard line after the touchback from Matt Relator picks up nothing. Late flag, maybe a late hit on Bessemer. We'll see what the call is. Clock stops at 5.57. And as I mentioned, when Jake White turns that corner, unless you've got somebody just parked down there in the end zone, you're not going to stop him. You can't get there. You can't catch him. And he burns the Bessemer defense for 60 yards to make it 41-11. The penalty on Lee Scott looked to be an unsportsmanlike. And that moves the football from the 20 all the way up to the 35-yard line. So another first down by penalty. That's a couple tonight that Lee Scott's defensively has given up. It's Wheeler on the carry. Runs just straight up to the 40-yard line. Picks up five. Good push from the offensive line of Bessemer. Picks up five on the first down carry. I like that. PA announcer said brought down by a host of Warriors, which is exactly right. That is exactly right. Lee Scott, gang tackling. That's what I like. And off. Cuts back up the middle. And gets out across midfield. Taken down by Miles Zachary. A couple of more Warriors there to help make the stop. That was a heck of a plant. Right at the 45-yard line from Tyson Smith. He's been all over the field tonight as well. For the Rebels, moves the chains again. For Bessemer with 5.09 to play. Clock stopped temporarily for first down. And now it's rolling again at 5.05. Into Warrior territory. Turn and hand off to Wheeler on the right side. Breaks an arm tackle. Spin move out across the 40. And taken down maybe at the 40-yard line. On the first down carry, pickup of seven. It'll be second and three for the Rebels under four and a half, under 4.45 to play. Excuse me. Number Easton Gregory. Easton Gregory able to make the stop. The sophomore, so Lee Scott's got a couple of young guys in there on defense. Wrapped up as soon as he got the football. 
in the backfield. It was Walker Lane to make the tackle. Big number 57 wrapped him up and brought him to the ground. This is only the second time this year that Lee Scott has given up double-digit points. The other time was Glenwood where they gave up a, a bunch. But 11 points by Bessemer on offense is pretty darn good against this Lee Scott defense. And they're looking to add on to it here with some young guys in on defense for Lee Scott. Turner toss to the left side. Warriors all over it. I don't know if he got anywhere. Banks Sims in to make the stop. It was a toss to Wheeler. who has got to be pushing 20 touches tonight for the Rebels with 3.30 to play. Walker Lane in to make the stop. That was a third down carry, fourth and six from the Warrior 43-yard line. And a no-brainer for the Rebels. May as well go for it. You're down by 30 in opposing territory. Quarterback under the, shot, or under the center and pops out to get the call from the sideline. He's, he's kept it every time in this situation. We'll see if he does here. Turn, a fake screen, nobody home. Gets hit in the backfield and brought down for a big loss. The play was broken up immediately. It was had nowhere to go, and multiple Lee Scott Warriors in to make the stop. First one I could see was Allen Owen, number one, who slammed him to the ground, and it's a fourth down turnover on downs for this Lee Scott defense, and the Warriors have three minutes to run out the clock and get a victory on senior night. They tried to fake the quarterback sneak, which is what they've done all night long. They tried to throw a screen on the near side and just miscommunication all over the place. Quarterback Turner tried to tuck in and run and had nowhere to go. Credit to Alan Owen, who got in there, the junior, to make the stop. It's first and ten Warriors on the 48-yard line with 3.04 to play. couple of new faces out there on offense as well. And it's still Pelzer-Reeves. Warriors moved early on this near side. Didn't get called. Handoff up the middle. Pickup of one. Rolled across the 50-yard line is J.J. Myers. Couple of new faces. Trip Scott, number 22, a receiver in the ballgame for the Warriors. Unfortunately, you can't get a whole lot of new faces up front. Max Shiver is in the ballgame up front. Trying to get a few more numbers for you up there. Just not a whole lot of depth up front for Lee Scott. That's something head coach Buster Daniel has talked a lot about is in a game like this, when you're up by 30 with two and a half to play, you can get some younger faces in there, like Brooke Zachary, who just subbed in the freshman running back. But when it comes to guys up front, just not a whole lot of can't sub in guys you don't have, unfortunately. At least you're not seeing that right now. As the Warriors sub, so the Rebels were able to sub as well. Clock continues to run with 2.20 to play. Pelzer, handoff. It is Brooks who gets the carry across the 50 and brought down into Rebel territory around the 46-47 yard line. Nice pickup on second down. Third and six for the Warriors on the Rebel 48 yard line under two minutes to play and a 41-11 lead. 
Be sure you stay tuned. We'll have a quick Troy Bank and Trust post-game show. Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. We'll have that coming up immediately following the result here with a minute and a half to play. Quarterback handoff to Brooke Zachary across and down near the 40-yard line. And able to move the chains for the Warriors, and that should just about do it for Lee Scott here tonight. They do have to snap the football a few more times. Good hard run by Brooke Zachary. I believe it's his dad's birthday today. Him and Miles, his dad's birthday today. So we wish him a happy birthday, of course. With one minute to play in the fourth quarter. And Griffin Gaston, the freshman quarterback, is in the in the ball game and fumbles the snap, able to just get down on top of it. Fumble recovered by the Warriors. It was recovered by Braxton Cox, the freshman running back for Lee Scott. About a 10-second difference between play clock and game clock. So the Warriors will have to snap the football one more time. As Griffin Gaston comes over, gets a pat on the helmet from head coach Buster Daniel. Telling him, snap the football one more time and let's get out of here with a win on senior night. Ball on the 43-yard line, second and 13. Warriors just have to snap the football one more time. Play clock down to five. Gaston takes the snap, handoff up the middle to the right side. Pick up of a couple out across the 40, slam down at the 39-yard line. And the clock stopped, but I don't think it was supposed to. Oh, there's a flag on the play, that's why. Personal foul on Bessemer. Are we going to have to snap it one more time? I think we are. Due to the penalty, the clock stopped immediately. I think we're going to have to snap the football just one more time. So that moves Lee Scott into a first down. Deeper into Rebel territory. Ball on the 25-yard line. And you don't have to snap it again. Clock runs with the ball placed, and that'll do it. Lee Scott on senior night. They get to honor the seven seniors with a 41-11 victory over the visiting Bessemer Academy Rebels. The seniors were all over this football game. We'll talk about it when we come back. We'll have the Troy Bank and Trust postgame show here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Warriors victorious in the final home game of the regular season on senior night here at Judd Scott Field. Don't go anywhere. The postgame show is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. 
Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Troy Bank and Trust post-game show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. On a night like tonight, when it's senior night, the final game at home in the regular season, it's supposed to feel special. It's supposed to be fun, and that's exactly what happened here at Judd Scott Field. Lee Scott is victorious once again. They beat Bessemer 41-11 to on senior night when seven seniors were honored here at Judd Scott Field. 20-plus were honored in total when it comes to all the students who were involved on a Friday night in football, band, football, cheer leaders, dance team, uh, you name it, they were honored here tonight on senior night. And seven great seniors for the football team were honored, and you could see them all over the field tonight in a 41-11 victory for Lee Scott over Bessemer Academy. This is the Troy Bank & Trust postgame show. The Troy Bank & Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank & Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Well, 
It started off as a really, really good football game, and it really was entertaining the entire way through. I know sometimes in these games that end up being lopsided, Lee Scott runs away with it early. That was not the case here. Lee Scott was in a battle early with Bessemer, who you can tell has got the talent, they've got some skill, and they have a good football team. They just got to find a way to put it all together. They won the coin toss, they took the football, and they scored on their opening drive. It was a field goal, but they did score, and they took a 3 nothing lead. Lee Scott was able to respond with a 40 four-yard field goal by senior kicker Matt Relator. You then had another field goal, 33 yards out from Matt Relator. Then it was a touchdown run from Tyler Kennedy from four yards out. A turnover led to J.J. Myers ending up getting a nice catching touchdown score. Or the the turnover led to the four-yard touchdown run, excuse me, from Tyler Kennedy. J.J. Myers then caught himself a nice touchdown on a bailout pass from Pelzer Reeves down the sidelines, and J.J. Myers did the rest. He's one of those seniors here tonight. He then had a three-yard touchdown run on the next possession, and then Lee Scott was able to get a couple more touchdowns. Another one from J.J. Myers had three total touchdowns on the night. And then Jake White on the screen play, on the screen pass, was able to get out to the edge and ran away with it from 60 yards and burned the Bessemer defense. And Lee Scott had been trying it all night long, and you could just tell that's what Jake White is built to do, get out and run away from everybody else. And that's what he does with so much speed, agility, and athleticism. And that's what he did on a big 60-yard touchdown run. And that's what it was a catch, technically, on the sweep. And he was able to get out on the edge and make it happen. So Lee Scott scores 41. They give up just 11 only the second time this year they've given up double digit points and so um, really a really impressive win both sides of the football you could tell Bessemer they had some really really good players um quarterback uh, Luke Turner if he makes a couple of better throws and hey he threw a couple of touchdown passes that were dropped tonight so this game could have been a lot closer than it was and give credit to Caleb Wheeler uh, head coach Buster Daniel told me about him he is a freshman and going to be a problem for Bessemer and anybody that tries to play him later on in his career so look out for him Caleb Wheeler number 40 a really really impressive player on Bessemer Academy but seven seniors were honored here tonight. Uh, again, so many good players. Uh, Charlie Lloyd, J.J. Myers, Miles Zachary, Jake White, Lane Eddins, uh, Walker Fisher, Connor Stewart, Matt Relator. Just so many good players on this team. Look, the season's not done. I know it's early. It's early October, but... It was senior night because now the Warriors look ahead as they move on to 6-1 and one this season. They're now 4-1 and one in region play. Bessemer falls to 2-5 and five on the year, 2-3 and three in region play. Lee Scott looks to go on the road for the rest of the regular season. They have three straight road games they now have to go on at Valiant next week, at Fort Dale the following week, and then at Edgewood, which is a non-region game. So Lee Scott's got to buckle up and get ready to go because they've got some tough games ahead and some travels and some trips to make, if you will. Two region games and then a non-region game to to end up the regular season. Hoping to come back here again at Judd Scott Field for a semifinal game in the postseason, but got to take care of business over the next couple of weeks. But Lee Scott did take care of business here tonight. They win 41-11 to over Bessemer here at home on senior night. Got to honor them and just shout out to those guys. I look forward to seeing what they do in the future. I love keeping up with these kids and what they do after their careers here at Lee Scott. And so congratulations to them. Soak it up. Take it all in. Enjoy the 30-point victory you had here at home tonight and get ready for Fort Dale or Valiant Cross, excuse me, coming up next week on the road.
Well, if it's still going on, it probably is. Go check out Wings 94-3, where Auburn High School and Opelika are in a battle right now. Don't know the score update yet. I know it was tight later or earlier on, so go check them out. Scott Bagwell, Rob Pate, Jack Hudden over on Wings 94-3. If that game's still going on, you can find all of your Auburn High School coverage there, but of course, your Lee Scott coverage is here on the home of the Lee Scott Sports Network, AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. I appreciate you tuning in. Flying solo tonight. We did it again. Christian will be back with me next week on the road in Valiant Cross and looking forward to that. I appreciate you all tuning in tonight. Here for Lee Scott Football on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. As always, pregame will be 6.30 and kickoff is at 7 right here on AU100. Until next week on the road, we'll start with three straight road games pushing towards the playoffs. Until next week, I'm Jacob Goins. Stay safe and go Warriors. You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing, on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, description, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.